0: hello and welcome back to another edition of indiepocalypse radio on this fine uh release week the newest one the newest one it's out forty five of them that's a lot of, that's, <laughs> I'm cresting i think the next milestone is i pass the number of uh something what's it, fifty that's a lot uh but anyway indiepocalypse indiepocalypse being of course the uh monthly your monthly home for a little bite of the independent alternative side to games and game development. I'm your host, Andrew. Uh, something I did this time after I... So previously, you know, uh, with the fracturing of a million social media sites, I had had all of them pinned in the tab. And I had, like, Twitter especially pinned in, like, a browse, never-closing browser tab for a very long time. And then I, put, I quarantined them all to their own window. And uh, yesterday, as I was closing all my, like... Instagram, Mailchimp, uh, Patreon, Windows, and everything. I came to that window with the four social media sites, and I was like, "What if I just close this window?" And I did. And now I just only pull them up when I need to post something. And you know what? Uh, it's living life. Life never been happier than not having to pay than just like deciding I don't need to pay attention to this stuff anymore. Uh, which is maybe bad for business, but good for uh, being a human being. But speaking of human beings, we've got some here with me today. Uh, our first guest, you may know from the previous issue of Indie Apocalypse Radio with, or not Indie Apocalypse Radio, Indie Apocalypse, the issue that has the games in it, uh, with the Ellison Elysian effect, it is uh, T-Makes Games. T, how are you doing today? Oh, hi. I'm just doing fine. Oh, perfect, perfect. You are now... Uh, uh, freed from uh, being the previously commissioned game your your game is now freed from uh indie apocalypse captivity <laughs> um oh yeah
1: i will maybe put it out somewhere soon
0: okay cool maybe cool. but uh, for people who don't know uh what for instance uh this game is what would you say is the what's the quick version well what is what is the elysian effect am i saying it right now i realize or am i putting yeah it right? yeah
1: illusion is probably i mean i'm not native english but illusion effect is probably how you pronounce it in english uh, okay. it's a short little puzzle game and if you're into liminal spaces that it's gonna be totally up your alley it has like an empty office aesthetic and you solve a couple puzzles and there's a little bit of a story theme hidden throughout but i'm not gonna say too much yeah no that's
0: maybe. what the the, yeah. the the game you a, play they get the game by playing the game you know, bit of a mystery, maybe, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you've you've already uh, you've already got the the page up and going, so it's that's something I've been encouraging people to do more often, both to uh, help the help the zine maybe, but also save themselves the t- the effort of it's already done. And then you just yeah
1: like, the the itch page is there already. Yeah, Only so, links to the zine.
0: So as soon as it's done, you just like slot it right in there. It's like, hey, you get it right on my page. So the people who didn't want to buy it, the the, the zine are just like, ah, I'll look for this game in a month. Uh, oh, they're more. missing out on a bunch of
1: wacky as indie games.
0: Yeah, there's. I think I think they're cool. I've, I'm turning around where I think it's cool again. <laughs> there was time Yeah, where- I'll,
1: I'll I'll take my time to like. Uh, I rarely play games actually, but I do want to go through them all. Eventually, yeah, uh, I... so far I've only played like two of them, but they were both really wacky. I don't know, and that's wacky in a good way. Yes, yes, Just... no, that,
0: that's what I, I like. Um, that my my tastes in general I would classify as wacky, um, and this so I try to I want to make something that is true to kind of the things that I like, and also trying to find a, a space outside of very kind of traditional like what you think games are this is the you know the experimental side of games
1: yeah also allowing those in who do not necessarily call their experiences games right right
0: right. that the whole broad umbrella of like what is a game and I, I definitely like to push the boundaries of what is considered to be you know a, a game there
1: are... so, you know, I once made a, a game that was actually called What is a Game or I don't know if it is a game, but I made a little experience that's called that. Yeah. It's yeah. actually a portal map. Um Yeah, if I can if I can just um pitch it also just for yes, fun. Go ahead. I do like I do like uh games that kind of um yeah. Experiment experiment with not being games. And this was a case where I tried to copy uh, video essays, right? Using video as a format to make a point to, like, talk about a topic. Uh, Those are really popular back on YouTube. Maybe those could be popular in the games space. I don't know that many yet, but uh, you can definitely use games as a medium to just talk about a topic and bring a point across.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, The benefit of games including basically, you know, every other uh, piece of media uh, inside yeah. of them is that you can kind of replicate them in some ways or kind of more, more interpret them in terms of, like, what, what they are. And, like, you know, a video essay, you wouldn't just, like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up a Unity file and slap a screen and play an MP4 on it. <laughs> call it a video no, essay. I mean,
1: yeah, but interestingly also yeah. game software can be used to make video essays. Like I think yeah. Freya Holmer makes those really beautifully animated math explainers and uses Unity for that, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the other way around is using game engines to uh, make games or not games that I think I think we're gonna we're gonna get to Valerie's games in a bit. Yes. And um, those games also just uh Aren't traditionally necessarily gamified with mechanics too much. They're a bit exploring games, but also bringing you into a perspective and also just sharing information a bit. Like some of them were just like little informational bits that I really liked. Yeah.
0: Right, right. Because games can be, you know, they can be video essays, they can be, it's just kind of another piece of art. Um, game
1: essays, yeah. Or there's a lot of games that are kind of like exhibits. I really like that too. Yes. Like little yeah.
0: museums. Right, right. In some cases, like uh, literally uh, uh, structured as museums. There was. Yeah, like we just mentioned uh
1: what was it maze a maze where you have a yeah. museum filled with games and it's itself in a game engine. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: yeah. I still have it somewhere on my computer. I think it's one lying around that that launcher or whatever. There's one of uh, – it's in – oh, I'm, I'm getting better at this. If you, It's inside of issue number. I know what the cover is. I just don't remember what the number is. Uh, oh, 18. There's a, a game called Museum of Memories, and it's like they they replicated – they made like digital representations of like just like objects people have, like important objects yeah. to them and they have like narration from those people. And it's like you can just make all sorts of... Yeah, that's th- cool. Yeah. You can make all sorts of just like uh, within this kind of digital space. Um, yeah, there was
1: recently a game coming out. I I sadly forgot the name, but it was about um, hostile architecture. It was like an exhibit of human hostile architecture, also in the form of a game, but it really looked more like an art exhibit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those no. those are kind of up my alley. Right, right. Because <laughs> the, the space, like, um, like, 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 once it's not too hard if you look at uh, what is conventionally uh, referred to and sold as video games, you don't have to stray too far from that path to get much to start getting much closer to more traditional art in a lot of ways. Right? Yeah,
1: you could even argue. Um, you know, Portal, I think, has a uh, thing where you can walk through the game and have the developers talk about the game. Where yeah. you have, like, these little floating notes. And that's almost also like a video essay or, like, a presentation, but it's inside a video game.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like a fun, like, I've th- and I've thought about that also. Like, what are ways to do, like, director's commentary um, within mm-hmm. a game?
1: It's really cool if it's in game and not just the video documentary
0: or yeah, yeah. Because they kind of like, and it's hard because like you need to space it properly. So having that those like little nodes that you activate within the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Portal has has another unconventional thingy, which is uh, have you played uh, the Portal Two? Oh, I forgot the name. The like teaser trailer for Super Eight. No, it's it's in game. It's like a two or three minutes long, maybe as a trailer for a film so technically it's an advertisement in a video game in a form of a game for a film I think they never did that again it was probably really expensive and I don't know if it actually got people to watch the film right but really cool really cool little experience oh. also that that helped the mappers get some realistic models that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise so
0: I appreciate that yeah because that's a whole other like Um sub like sub like other kind of, of like a uh, uh it almost it's kind of closer to like a sort of cover space like as opposed to in the relation to music but like you know there's so much modding oh, yeah. tools and like map editing that is this whole other side of like what game development is and can be and, yeah
1: i mean i come from that source yes, modders, right. and i have a hard time leaping because Hammer Editor is just such a good tool. Whenever I use modern tools, I, I'm dreaming about it being as easy as with Hammer, but it's not.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the, the 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 benefit, and the I I really think there is like more of these tools should just be open because I like the idea of you know uh, when when people talk about engines, uh, you know, the idea that not a singular engine is like the best engine, but there's different engines for different yeah. purposes
1: source definitely sucks in many many ways but one of the things where it's still better than any modern engine is definitely the level editor you can really notice it's made by the people who will end up using it so it's way more comfortable than the newer tools Uh, and counter strike 2 just came out so the level editor for that came out and whole whole of twitter is just kind of bullying the unreal engine and unity (laughs) you know tool developers to
0: hey look at look out how hammer 2
1: that you should do it this way also?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's like, cause it should be that it's like, oh, I need, I know I want to make a first person shooter, so I don't, I want a thing that already makes that, and then I, but I just wanted something to go straight to like level designing, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's
1: it's good for plenty of things. I mean, they, Valve also has top down games, a couple, even if they're not as notable, like the Dota 2 uses Source 2. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of that Alien game that they made. I actually forgot the name. Like Alien Swarm. No one played that ever, but but the source community loves it for Uh, modern code.
0: I played Alien Swarm. You played it, okay? Yeah. Well, I I also played it, and it was
1: it was okay of an experience. tell it's not there. Yeah, it's someone who likes heart uh, and soul.
0: Twin stick shooters. It's a perfectly fine twin stick shooter.
1: Yeah, just. Okay, for context, in the source community, again, almost no one played that. Yeah. But it has all the modern. I think the code for that is more open or more accessible. So modders take a lot of modern code out of Alien Swarm, because the source engine is kind of 2004. Yeah. Half Life 2. So Alien Swarm is a lot more modern, and they like steal code from there. Yeah, yeah. Shout exactly. out to Mapbase for making modding a, a pleasant experience nowadays
0: yeah because that came out in like 2010 yeah
1: it's way more modern than 2004 at least
0: (laughs) but yeah it was still yeah yeah that is uh aliens i haven't thought of antique at this point yeah yeah they even advertise (laughs) they know what they're doing they advertise a complete code base available for free on like Mm -hmm. right on the store page right on the part of its description it has co-op and code so
1: yeah maybe. probably more people played games with alien swarm code than people played alien swarm is my right. guess
0: yeah, and that but, is, yeah that's like uh i think a lot of things should get like lift people should like lift stuff constantly from other games and other and like it, i think there should be more kind of like just tools that are just available you know
1: but, yeah here's hoping that godot develops into some direction yeah. Where it's, Cause, where it's
0: uh, a valid alternative. Right. Especially if you want to like put things out on uh, It seems sketchy if you want to put things out on consoles. Um,
1: yeah, but that's not Godot's fault. That's like the yeah. fault of Having the consoles a, a closed for console not allowing them. Which is yeah. still
0: very strange that we have those.
1: Yeah, I think Enrique's game is is a Godot, Godot game. So maybe you can Said a bit about Godot because I don't actually know that much about it, yeah. but I I, I I like I like
0: that it's happening. I've been dipping into it because I, I switched over from Game Maker uh, because I was like I want to make 3D occasionally. I think Godot does it better. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know, probably better than Game Maker, but I
1: I kind of assume that Godot is as good with 3D as Unreal is with 2D. which is to say, it technically works, but it's not. the first choice you should get
0: you know (laughs) right right and that that is i that way that's good enough for me (laughs) yeah i mean yeah good luck with that either way yeah that is i just
1: i just switched engines i I wish i could stay with unreal but my next project is probably gonna be
0: unity for external reasons right right that's that's it's such a weird thing about those like you know well, speaking of the this this is uh, speaking of game development in general. We have a question here. Let me refresh it real oh. quick. Um, on your from, questions form from Daniel Savage, and it is uh, what's the easiest part, easiest and hardest part of making your game?
1: Oh, okay. So in my case, the the game is technically a remake or not remake, like half remake, half new game. Yeah. Um. And in the retrospect, one of the most fun parts, it was challenging, but one of the most fun parts was implementing the puzzle mechanics. Because I really like making stuff with blueprints. Blueprints is very rewarding when something works. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, the least fun part was definitely the UI. I hate <laughs> I dealing with UI and setting menus and applying <laughs> settings and everything changes. and right. ugh. And also, I'm trying to do controller support right now and you would think it would be easy to make the UI work with controller, but no. I kind of have to rebuild it up from scratch.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that I mean, that's one of the nice things. I so so far as I can tell from my living experience about Godot is that it has like a button mapper just built into it. So if you know, if you if you have a menu where the down arrow goes down, you just say mm. also D pad down goes down, and it just yeah. and it just does it.
1: I mean, I do have to get into it. If you know what you're doing, maybe it's easy in Unreal too. Yeah. I'm, yeah.
0: Not, I'm not sure. But, it's, a, it's all, I'm not a programmer. <laughs> I'm someone who, uh, uh, is, you, you know, utilizes engines. It has to touch code once in a while, but not <laughs> avoiding it at most costs. Right. I'm like, uh, 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 the project I'm making for like the upcoming kind of like, uh, iron circus club next year i'm just like when the person i work with described him like that just sounds like an adventure game so i'm just gonna use an adventure game studio i'm not like, gonna bother trying to figure this out mm. in godot i'm just gonna yeah do, use the engine that does 90 of the work for me
1: yeah that's always good like source gives you everything you need for your first person and like walking using and shooting and doors and having to make all of that from scratch was an experience. Definitely. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, I mean it, Unreal still gives you a, a whole a, like a bunch of things but not as yeah. you know it's still more you have to work more well with you right. know very small elemental pieces. Um, it it's it's much challenging face. but also gives you more control. In my case I I still try to make the feeling to like make it feel like source engine. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that's
0: the specific like, it has like a weird, like I don't know how to describe it. Just feel to like even pushing a button has a very specific vibe. Yeah, I
1: could have even I don't know if 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 it's allowed. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to go into it, but I would have totally ripped the audio from Source to make like the use even that little dot dot when you press something. And yeah, there's nothing that would have. I mean, Source sounds is honestly. The last thing that I couldn't change a lot in Source Engine, so whenever I tried making a Source Engine level and make it feel not like Source Engine, I would change the like textures and models, maybe even the player scale and how fast you walk. But the last thing I didn't get to change is the use sound and the crosshair <laughs> and the and the you know the walking sounds and whatever. I you know some people managed to change that, but that is always what people will instantly recognize. Oh, this is a Source Engine
0: right right and that, i think there's a there's a charm to that a charm to like hmm. recognizing like the tools that you're working with
1: yeah i mean it's not a bad thing if people recognize the source usually the source community has a you know a love-hate relationship but mainly a love relationship of source where they're <laughs> kind of oh we want to get we want to see more stuff that, that people make in this engine specifically rather than i want to see more games like this they like i want to see more source maps
0: yeah Right, right. You want to like because that it is like, especially I think there's, um, you know, there's very very specific generation of people that came. I, as someone who, uh, if you count ca- if you did if you count the tools, like remove the tool play count. I believe my highest play count is spent in Team Fortress. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very uh, intimately familiar with that like engine and the feel of it, and just like you know, the, even like the menu systems and the UI. It's all yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, it is very similar shared across all the source games the menu is typical one of those things they do try to you know make a new main menu but as soon as you open the settings you're like oh yeah this is source engine right and can... there's
0: and i think there's a charm to it it's it's like yeah it's like a like i'm I sure mean, some... even, sorry go ahead
1: even even for the source 2 remake of counter strike they try to make the ui look as shitty as the old <laughs> source games. and yeah that's a kind of charm
0: yeah, it's it's like the, the kind of person who can listen and hear like ah they, you know tell you what kind of synthesizer a music uh, like like oh I love this specific synth sound that was coming off of this instrument they were using, you know, the specific mm. s- synth variation. There's a there's, there's a charm to something being of a certain uh, to source so to say. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh. Uh, but it's a bit of a shame that they don't easily give out uh, code access anymore to people who want to make more unique things with source. Right. I, mean, I get it; they don't really want to support it as a public engine. It's their private in-house engine. Um, right, right. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, but it's, it's, yeah, that's the motivator why I'm trying to switch tools so I can release games more yeah, than on ModDB, Right,
0: <laughs> right, right. That's an important thing sometimes when you're making. Uh, sometimes when you're making games to uh, release them um, as like your own things that's that's the weird downside of uh, you know the, the fact that so many people own engines you know
1: yeah it would be hard to i don't even know if i could legally submit a source mod to the Indiepocalypse because uh technically you're not allowed to commercialize them yeah explicit well, yeah really. so
0: Indiepocalypse is like a black market uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think... I, did, I did. notice. I on paper, I'm required to tell Unreal Engine if I generate any revenue, and I forgot to do that before. I hope they're not gonna murder me or whatever. Oh, don't,
0: don't the, worry the, about the,
1: the like the uh... huge money of revenue I'm making off IndiePocalypse.
0: Oh, hey, now it's it's making you're you're in triple digits. You're making the triple figures. <laughs> you're in the big bucks for IndiePocalypse.
1: Yeah, but the commission thing kind of uh, paid for putting the game or. Maybe not the game, but I want to put something on Steam eventually.
0: Yeah.
1: And Steam is really hostile towards indie games in yes. multiple ways. They require you to pay 100 bucks to put something on Steam, which you do get back if you earn at least a 1000 bucks. So if you make a free game, you don't get that back. That is one thing that makes it hostile. Then there, yeah. if you sell something, they have a 30% cut. And interestingly, did you know, it's not always 30 If you make 10 million it's 25 and if you make 50 million it's 20 so it is a reverse progressive it gets it gets less the more you earn just means yeah they take more from less selling games i wonder how
0: much of that is like baked into they want to you know attract big games yeah right like okay we're like you know whatever huge company is not going to show up Mm -hmm. if they're taking 30 percent, but if ea is assumed to sell you know 20 million then like then
1: they can get five percent more on that second 10 million yeah right there and another thing makes it more hostile which is the two hour return policy yes so any games that's shorter than two hours is basically free on steam
0: yeah like how long would you say the elision effect is
1: (laughs) it's like 20 minutes or half an hour (laughs) And right. I also showed it to my to my professor the other day, who never played video games, and he took like forty five minutes because he had to learn walking in a video game. Yeah, if you don't know what WASD is, right? That's, it's less than an hour for sure. Right?
0: Yeah, that's I know that is like, and that a lot of games are, and that's like, like, the yeah. sometimes. Depending, like, I'm sure some issues would come in under two hours depending on like the selection. The whole, of games. yeah. I, I,
1: one of the other games I played on here was the staircase game, and that yes. one took I think two hours on its own,
0: uh, yeah. or at least
1: I took pretty long because I, I like took all of it in. Yeah, that, that was talking about video one of essays, the most games. Uh, video games. <laughs> yeah, game it's essays. totally up in that alley. It's a it's it's a kind of a poetry philosophy thing. Yeah, that's also a game, but not you know not pri- primarily. It's more of a more of a rant. Yeah, that was but, like one of the most games ever.
0: Yes, I I love having games that are uh, quote the most games I wanted to. Um, I had yeah. to
1: take a long break after that one to like process it.
0: That's yeah, that's that's a a feeling. Uh, so I like that I like that feeling in uh, you know other art. So I'm like, well, it's nice to also see it in, in within games. But speaking of uh, games, we're actually, t we're getting, I my timer Ooh. which I'm remembering to set now. We've reached the end of yeah. it. Um, so I have a few more questions for you before uh, we take a break. Uh, we got in another question while we were talking um, for you. As soon as I find oh, okay. my correct window, here it is. Uh, what artists or pieces of media inspire you? And that is uh, from friend of the show uh, uh, and prior contributor, I believe, or someone with the same name, Farfama. Oh, Hey, I I know them from uh,
1: also Mosho Enjoyer. I think, I think they also made a a, a poetry game about climate change or climate grief, if I remember correctly. It was a really good game, if I remember that name correctly. Yeah, but in, in inspiration, I mean, one is really obvious, which is the Stanley Parable. Yeah, because it, it kind of rips that aesthetic and like puts a twist on it with the pixel. Um, but that's one of my first most favorite games ever. The gameplay is very different, though. I mean, it is a walking sim, but it's also a puzzle game. Uh, puzzle inspiration, I mean, I already mentioned Portal, is what I started mapping with. Um, I didn't make too many puzzle games after. But Antichamber is one of the games that kind of encourages me, because Antichamber has a bit of a mechanic. But also, each puzzle is its own thing and doesn't yeah. really build onto the previous one. It's like little bullshit puzzles, one after the other. Um, and I kind of wanted to make a make a game like that. So, so there's not really an overarching mechanic and illusion effect other than walking. Each puzzle is its own. F- figure out what the actual mechanic of this room is. Yeah. That was Entity chamber. Yes. And then for the color scheme, Mirror's Edge is one of the games, one of the most games out there, <laughs> um, which has such a strong sense of color. Like each area has a heavily color coded thing, and I wanted to do something like that where I where the color actually is important to the areas. So I kind of try to more consciously color code each puzzle. And it's also relevant to the secret theme of the game, if you ever find out what that is. Those are main
0: inspirations. Perfect. Uh, and I have, I have two more quick standard Indiepocalypse questions. Oh, 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 I looked it up. The name of the game, I believe, is uh Solastalgia.
1: Uh yeah, I think there's a name. Yeah. I I I don't remember names too much, but it is yeah. It's, it's that forest, and you
0: switch between, and there's yes. a bit of poetry, that, I believe. Yep, that is the one. Uh, but two questions. The uh, two standard run any any podcast questions that I ask every uh, from various mm-hmm. from repeat guests. Uh, the first one: uh, What is your favorite type of rock?
1: Oh, I I don't remember that question. I do like the ones that are the LOD that is furthest away, so real low poly rock. I like those. Okay. Yeah. We can count the triangles.
0: And and follow up. uh, Do you have a favorite Toho character?
1: Uh, I'm not too into the Toho universe. Toho
0: characters.
1: Uh, I probably recognize a few if I click on it. Um, No, I don't really. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) No, it's you don't no need to apologize. It's not a it's not a test. You're not going to be uh, banished from the show for not knowing. I'm
1: but, I'm banished from the Toho universe.
0: Yes, uh, and, and, and I mean I guess technically speaking, you are car, you are being, you are going on temporarily banishment because t- <laughs> we're at the end of our segment. Thank you for joining me so much. Uh, Thank you. I'm gonna hang around for afterwards. Yeah, uh, we'll be we'll be back in like about two minutes and twenty nine seconds. Um, but until then bye for now hello and welcome back to Indiepocalypse apocalypse radio that was uh, treasury of puppies with the treasury of puppies uh, we are here with our next guest who you may know from issue is it 33 34 i did i close it no i left it open good i'm so 36 i was close uh, with labor rights funeral in ukraine. Um returning uh, champion uh, returning guest uh, we don't know champions on the show. Valeria Valeria, how are you doing today? Hi. Uh I'm doing fine. How are uh, you? I'm doing great. I'm doing a uh, fan fantastic more or less. That's, that's great. I'm riding high off that I'm running off that new release high, you know? Oh um, yeah. I'll Put uh, out another one.
2: It's it's like a, 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 a anniversary uh,
0: uh, anniversary uh, number, like forty-five, right? It? it sounds like that. Sounds like a, it. Sounds like a very proper anniversary number. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Like I don't know. We have um, anniversaries that are like uh, uh, on uh, each five years and on each ten years. So yeah. it's like. But the ones that are on each ten years are obviously more uh, important. But those that are on, on five years are uh, considered anniversaries too. Yeah, so it's on... like a minor anniversary. Let's say that.
0: Yeah, especially this one, because each yeah, because the fives are halfway through. On the on the tens, I do a, um, a you know a eight hour pledge drive so those are like my big ones but on the fives i just kind of hang out and i think uh oh that play drive is coming up soon (laughs) i have to plan for it yeah yeah that is always a uh, a fun treat to plan for uh like you know uh self-hosting a thing for eight hours straight and you have to come up with like segments and stuff
2: yeah so it's like a um a charity event,
0: right? Pledge Drive. Like yeah, what, charity what? in the sense that you're giving money to IndiePocalypse, which. Oh, yeah.
2: Like, yeah, it's very important. Yeah. Kind is, of charity.
0: Is paying, if paying independent artists is kind of like a charity. And yeah, it,
2: yeah, it is. I mean, in a lot of ways. You, uh, no, but I, yeah. I
0: guess, okay. It's, it's <laughs> is it a
2: charity when you ask for yourself like, for your own yeah. uh, right. project.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, it's fine by me. I, it's kind of running a charity since indie apocalypse makes no money. I probably make more. I probably make less money than a lot of charities. Yeah, I mean you're charitable, right? So it it has to be charity. Yeah, that's. Like, I should just call it a charity mm-hmm. from now on. can I can I, can I become a 401 c in the U S. If I a, a legal charity since it's just. No, actually, I like losing money because when I lose a lot of money, uh, I tell the government at the end of the year I lost a lot of money, and then go, "We're sorry," and they pat me on the head, and give me money back. <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh oh poor baby you're bad at business <laughs> so it's like
2: in the apocalypse officially registered as a business uh or is uh, it like you no are just a... no it's no. like
0: yeah. i i think in terms of like tax return stuff it's kind of like hobbyist income or like uh uh uh-huh. kind of in the same way just like an artist who goes to a lot of conventions may not be like a, an incorporated business but they still have a lot of like uh you know independent income.
2: Mm. It's it's not like uh tax uh, you know, like there's no uh uh come like uh, no need to pay taxes for this basically. Like, to to, right, to, to, right. to register I, the business. I
0: I would theoretically pay tax if I had to like uh if I made money on it.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: But uh but I don't so instead they give me money in return. Oh, nice! Because I have a lot. I, I report like a ton of losses every year.
2: <laughs> so basically, you're, you're like uh, being funded funded by uh, U.S. government.
0: Yeah, to is, some extent, what, they do. They do yeah, fund, uh, wow! I, well, like, I finally it's, finally it's like tricked the government into giving me arts funding.
2: Yeah, but is it like officially arts funding or is it like more no. like a... No, if if,
0: <laughs> if if I was like trying to, if I was like doing woodworking or whatever and I made a, I lost a lot of money doing woodworking, I would, as a business, I think I would also like, they don't care how I'm losing money. Oh, gotcha. They so it's like need... just
2: support for, for struggling businesses, basically.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like, I don't know the ins and outs of US tax law, but it's basically, you know. I have my hmm. standard paycheck income that I make and plus my tax withholding. And then I have this thing where I, I I report my independent income and they're like, Hey buddy, that's a lot of independent income. We didn't tax you for. And then I go, uh-huh. uh, let me tell you about my independent expenditures. <laughs> and they're <laughs> like, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, you don't actually need to pay money on that. All that independent income. And we'll actually give you some money back on. Cause that's the thing about like, you need to, I think some people like aren't aware of, or they get caught up on or forget about where it's like, you got to pay taxes on the money you make. Um, and mm-hmm. when you're working at a job, that just kind of comes out automatically. Mm-hmm. But if you're like yeah. an artist and you're like tabling at conventions and that's all your income and you're not paying any taxes on that ever at the end of the year, they're like, uncle Sam's knocking at your door and asking for you. He's like, where's my money? And you're like, mm-hmm. uh, I spent it already. <laughs> I'm a struggling artist. <laughs> and you're like, you should have thought about the taxes. <laughs> and it uh it's a taxes fun thing, you know, real fun thing, those taxes.
2: Well, okay. Fun. Fun is probably not the word no I would no. miss- use <laughs> to describe it. But uh all, yeah, all. I bet there's some some kind of game that uh, makes fun taxes fun. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, it it could be more fun if they were like, uh, for instance, funding schools and roads and yeah, things, not uh, jet fighters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, then they might be a little bit more fun. But, yeah. but that's 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 uh, not what that that's not uh what that comes into But speaking of. In the ballpark of all this tax talk, if people are new to the show, you're a first-time listener, they're not familiar with your with your featured game, what is, uh, how would you describe labor rights funeral in Ukraine? Uh, well,
2: uh, it's a Halloween game <laughs> <laughs> uh, about the horrors of uh, the new, uh, like, labor laws in uh, in Ukraine <laughs> told uh, via um, uh, the Bitsy game engine, uh, which is to say that it doesn't have a lot in terms of, um, it has a very specific art style, and uh, uh, it doesn't have a lot in terms of gameplay. It's more of a linear experience and uh, it uh, was inspired by my uh, uh my participation in like uh, uh n- non-government political organization we we're trying to push against uh, such initiatives especially now during during the war so and uh, yeah it's it's a game about uh shitty laws that uh, the Ukrainian government uh, is trying to pursue uh, because they think that the best way to uh, defend uh, the country is to uh, basically uh, uh, open it up to business uh, because business is great, of course, as we all know. And business uh, always pays taxes and uh, never does anything bad.
0: No, 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 uh, I've never heard of uh, as, as an yeah. American. I've never heard of a yeah. business doing a bad thing. <laughs> never yeah, done. yeah, sure,
2: sure, sure. They're yeah. also
0: they're all very, they're all very good. <laughs> they're
2: all... Yes. Very effective and like yeah. not ca- causing any any kind of global uh, ec- no. economical and uh, yeah, I, I, ecological I, troubles. I you bet. Know.
0: I bet if uh, I bet if a businessman was in charge of our country, that would be the best president we ever had. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. Like uh, uh, this is clearly the sign that uh, the like, if if the best uh, country in the world is governed by a businessman. I mean it clearly says something so <laughs>
0: yeah cl- <laughs> it must be the best uh uh uh, uh, uh oh, yeah yeah yeah
2: but be- best form of government uh, there is. yes is so,
0: is 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 a business government uh masquerading as a democracy
2: yeah what if what if countries were logic big corporations and oh, wouldn't yeah, it no. uh, it's just uh make
0: life simpler yeah right, <laughs> for, right. Them, for them
2: especially yeah <laughs> so, I, would,
0: uh, I would love to just live yeah. inside i would love to live in pepsi get me out of the u.s yes I want to live in pepsi <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like uh, yeah but it's
2: like pepsi is probably the, the, the at least a bit fun um corporation to live in imagine living in a corporation which is like making i don't know like parts for uh, industrial machinery or something right right
0: <laughs> i'm gonna live in united steel yes 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 well there is so, yeah. yeah
2: that's, that's basically it's about the game <laughs> like this is a game, it's a game about uh about about uh what if a, a, a government try yeah. to, to, to 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 do to do everything it's good to to uh, to the business and not to its people
0: yeah like what if they decide yeah what if they use the situation to uh, sidestep yeah. labor rights and be like oh well it's for the best you know uh, it's for the best yeah and it's
2: basically like
0: uh, the good news
2: like the updating <laughs> uh it, it has been almost a year since this game was published and updating uh, on this topic like they haven't um like um made uh, the law uh, that i was talking about in the game into interaction yet it's still like fr- freezed but um uh, some of the more uh some of the politicians who are in charge of like the social politics uh in ukraine are saying that uh basically uh it's a quote uh, from a minister of social affairs she said that like we should destroy everything that is social <laughs> which is like 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 i don't know it's kind of so out of place and weird to even think about but she said it in, in the context that like uh in her view uh ukrainians are too spoiled ah yes the, yes I mean, that's <laughs> yeah because every a politician yeah every, the people are too spoiled yeah, yeah. yeah like in like you know what what's uh, uh pre- preventing a politician from making a country a good one like it's it's country's people of course right right so right. We, we can yeah have, it's basically
0: yeah yeah right <laughs> no no it was, you know people complain that uh, we we can't have nice things around here because you want you guys want too much why do you want so much from us? Yeah,
2: yeah, basically like we we have too much uh, like social uh, security apparently in your uh, view. So we should like demolish this any social system that is like there is in Ukraine and basically uh force is it will uh, it is a quote again force Ukrainians from their uh zone of comfort <laughs>
0: which yeah. is like
2: which is like to say to the people who are uh, currently at war.
0: Yeah, is, that's, that's a, yes, a, a real stretch for people. People who are usually not thought of as people, you know, uh, having a good yeah. time. Yeah, apparently apparently,
2: we're in the, in the comfort zone still somehow. Like we are yet to be pushed from it and to, you know, become our independent uh, entrepreneurs who will uh, you know uh, broaden their, their shoulders and uh, march ahead and, like make uh, make their millions yeah if you, uh, you're not making,
0: if you're not making a business are you truly are you truly living
2: yeah apparently like if you're if you're just working you're in, comfort,
0: in the comfort zone and like
2: if you're if you're relying on some kind of support from the government it's uh, yeah buddy you're 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 yeah, you should you should just step out
0: of this comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, just gotta live life try, more. Speaking speaking yeah, try of comfort, to live about, without money. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of comfort zones, um, Rally, what's the easiest and hardest part of making a game uh, for you? Oh, uh, well.
2: A. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess uh, the the hardest part, hardest parts, are the beginning and the end for me. Yeah. Always. Uh, like uh, the beginning because it's hard to come up with the idea, and it even harder to come up with to, to like find courage, basically to start. And uh, I have a lot of disappointments, a lot of projects that were not finished. And uh, every time I start a new project, I'm like asking myself, will I push through it? Will I have like uh, you know, enough stubbornness to, to get it through? So it's like hard to, to get over this block. And uh, finishing up, when you, you know you have this period in, in the middle when you're like into the scene, and you are very much uh, you're you having progress constantly you're um, coming up with new ideas and uh, in the end you just have to kind of stop and to wrap it up and to like just uh, you know to to, to create a each io page yeah <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> to to like to make it uh, pretty to uh, oh what one of the hardest things is to write a description for me yeah to yeah. like describe a game and to just I don't know for, for some reason like it's it's uh, not it's not like it takes a lot of um, it it doesn't take a lot of time or it doesn't take a lot of uh, effort truly but it's like it's kind of uh, mentally uh challenging for me like it's just hard to do to to force yourself to do it
0: right right uh, it's uh you know as someone who's who copies paste the exact same description for the last like 40 months yeah <laughs> um, yeah descriptions are the worst like you know it's just I, I have, and it's also why i ask everyone for their own because it's like that that dual layer of trying to both sum up a game, but sum up a game that I feel like I'm not uh, misrepresenting yeah. what the creator, like, not summing, not, not summing up the game in the way that the creator wouldn't sum up their game, so it's also why I say, hey, make up your own description, or <laughs> in the few yeah, cases yeah, I've had fair. to get it, I just copy-paste it from the rich page. Yeah. it's, a, it's a... It,
2: this, this is the kind of thing I would have done if I had, like, 45 uh <laughs> issues of a uh indie
0: zine yeah there's that i'll tell you something don't change anything because whenever you change something yeah. it's like oh shit i forgot something i forgot to add the the tapes yeah 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 just rely uh, on the process and yeah get you through it's a whole it's a whole process speaking of process i forgot to somebody gave me someone gave me guff uh for uh that this this month's cover if you you can see it's, it trickling through every so often on the live stream but it uh there's there's some yeah naked, there's some naked people on it um yeah it's sexy i I love <laughs> that thing it's so it's cool as hell uh yeah but yeah
2: uh, it, it kind of looks like uh um oof, uh the city of scene who's like miller uh is it uh uh, comic uh, comic book artist. Uh,
0: oh, George Miller. Not George, no, George you, Miller. Frank Miller. George Miller's the uh, director. Miller. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Frank Miller. Something like uh, from from this uh, kind of uh, you know style.
0: Yeah, it's got the like the anyway. I could talk about that thing for a while. It's got just like the the center, the focus, the whole like verticality of it. The 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 real impact of the text. It's a cool thing. Um, yeah. But... I was like, "Wait a minute! You can't have that kind of stuff." I forgot. I forgot because <laughs> I'm like, "It's it's a but, weird part of you know the internet being uh, the fully open space, you know, where it's like I." And, uh, and uh, also, I, I thought like only chayoi, it's not a problem. Uh, like, well, at least somebody told me that it's a problem. It, I, well, it also is. I look like oh. through the rules afterwards. Make sure I was, I was checking like, I, is this actually a problem, or are they just a scold? Um, and it was actually, it is actually oh. a you can't have it in your cover, not your covers, but you like your cover page, not the kind of cover I have, but the, uh, mm. traditional type of cover, like the, you know, you're like your little image that would be, appear on your store page. Mm. So I, I had to crop her, I had to crop her at the neck. Yeah. So, so that nobody could see. And then, the, but then they open it and then they get, you know, that full was blast it of it yeah but it feels yeah. like very you know i don't know if you're an adult and you've seen a lot of things that adults a lot of art that adults make it's not even like a very uh intense form of nudity it's a re- it's that weird thing about uh games still feel very uh young at heart i suppose yeah
2: yeah it's very uh How should I say, like stylish, very uh, aesthetically aestheticized, uh, like kind of nudity.
0: Yeah, that's the kind of it's the sort of thing that uh, I want the covers to feel like the um, like the games do, where it's like, oh, hey, here is an artist just kind of like doing their thing, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So basically, you you have different artists for every cover, am I right?
0: Yes. It's like
2: it's it's like its own thing uh the does the artists um do they like uh, know about the what kind of games are featured in the now is in the, in the in, uh generally like, not
0: um, some yeah. well now now i am finally no because i commissioned artists three like three months ahead of time oh so i don't uh, I, I might know who the commission developer is, but I'm so far from knowing who the game developer is. I am uh, I do I am finally this month I'm starting an important thing that should've done uh, 45 months ago where I'm now yeah. doing i'm I'm, I'm building any apocalypse a month ahead. so I now am like you know people are submitting for an issue two months from now instead of one month from now or three months from oh. now or whatever. So I can actually be organized. I'm not like stressing out of people not giving me my thing until release day. I'd be like, ah, cool. Uh, yeah, but it's
2: it's kind of nice that the picture is uh, the uh, the art piece itself. Like it's self self uh, contained. Yeah, <laughs> because right. Because It's not just a representation of what is inside. It's just a, a thing. It's also part of the experience which i think is uh, very interesting very not uh, co- like not uh, conventional i would say like
0: yeah cause, no because <laughs> how could very
2: in the spirit of in the apocalypse I... yeah
0: because I, I i i just looking at uh, your issue like just looking at 36 i don't know how you would find make one cover that like evokes the even the feeling of all these games because so many of them are going so for so which much... Uh, radically different feelings, yeah, and they have different aesthetic sensibilities because they're all you know, it's art. Art all comes from individuals, and we're all different individuals, uh, or or mm-hmm. you know groups of individuals. Which then is another thing where it's like individuals putting themselves together make a new thing, and so much. But art, it's a lot. Uh, but speaking of a lot, uh, we don't have a lot of time left in this, which yeah. is say the timer shit thing now uh uh now i've got two important questions for you you've had time to prepare okay uh what is your favorite type of rock
2: uh, uh like uh, give me a moment i'll have to uh translate uh like uh okay so i really like uh shell rocks okay uh they also apparently they're also called a uh, cocuna. Cocuina like i don't uh, i don't know if i spell it, coquina yeah uh which is basically like a um uh a sort of limestone which is uh yeah 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 Okay. It's basically like limestone with a very uh, visible shells, which is why it's called shellstone. And uh, I just remember, uh, uh, you know, like in my when I
0: was a child, the time was my. Father. Oh, I'm losing. Uh, you. I don't know what's happening. Oh, can you... can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. It's just you're uh, you're getting garbly. OK, OK, do you hear me now? Uh, still still not great. So well, oh, good thing we are at the Ooh. end of our segment. Yeah, I'll let you uh, do a little audio debugging. Yeah. Oh, hello? Yep. Yeah, you're good now. You're yep. good now. Uh, Perfect. Great. Yes. Uh, oh, no, there it goes. Yes. It, uh, oh. You had a couple of yep. words. Oh, well. Uh, Better? <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> okay. You it, it lasted, so per- zoom in. we had it. We had a perfect <laughs> amount of time before it happened. Uh, well, we will, uh, we will go on break then. Uh, we'll be back with our next yay. guest. Uh, well, thank you for joining me again on this show. Um, we'll be yeah, back. Thanks for having me again in like you know, uh, two minutes and 38 seconds. Till then, uh, goodbye. Bye. Welcome back to Indie Apocalypse Radio. That was uh, Kotoshino with uh, Ro- howl. I almost called it roar for a second. I've I'm going through a moment where I was like, I'm getting really into that like Evergreen soundtrack. It kicks ass. I highly recommend game is a harder recommend to play but that soundtrack just fire up youtube.com and just give yourself a little treat of the at uh, that evergrace soundtrack um that said we are here with our next guest who you may know also from uh, issue number 44 of In apocalypse radio with uh devour it's enrique alves enrique, is it alves right i should have asked yeah perfect nice hello. hello welcome to the show um, Hi, it's,
3: it's really it's really fun to be here. I guess <laughs> it's my first podcast, so really no, nervous.
0: No, that, that no, this is not a, a, a. Don't worry about that. This is <laughs> it's a. This is not a, a podcast. We don't have segments. I thought I occasionally I thought of like, what if we had segments? But that requires too much thinking on my part, and I like this being a low stress, low effort environment. Uh,
3: yeah, that's really good. That's really good. It's good to be chilling here with
0: you. Yeah, I describe it very much as the the equivalent of like what if some people went to like like say for instance and had the effort aforementioned amaze and then amaze was over and then we we're just like hanging out afterwards and just talking about things and that's kinda of like what this is. And the people the people listening, the people who are like sitting at the table next to us, just kind of listening, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's closing. They're like, what are those people talking about? Rocks. Mario. Google? Huh. Oh,
3: what? What is that? <laughs> I don't
0: know. I, I know getting snippets of this. Oh, speaking of snippets of information, I finally get to ask this question. Uh, How would you hear about indie apocalypse?
3: That's actually because I was just lurking around you, and H.I.U. started like recommending me really indie stuff and then yeah. suddenly I saw Indie and I saw, hey, that's, that's really great, nice, you know? And I was, I think I, when I found Indie that's a good question. Right? I, I think I had like just finished a couple of gems Yeah. on you. I think it was like uh, my last jam, and then I saw in the book I was like, hey, maybe Submit Devour. Like, it's the most, I think, maybe personal game that I've made in a gem. You know, like, I, I had a couple of feelings. <laughs> I felt feelings making the game. <laughs> and then I said, hey, okay, that, that's what I did, Submit, you know, what's what, what the worst that can happen, you know, yeah. like, just Submit the game. And that, that basically was it.
0: That's, that's what I always hope for. I, I feel like there is a little, especially having on itch where all you're doing is like clicking a drop down menu and adding a game. It's
3: the. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. So, it was so easy to do that. And I'm comparing to publishing in any other platform. I was like, okay, hey, was, was that like all of it? Should I like maybe have a, uh, I don't know, but <laughs> I, should I write out a, a more easy description? And I don't know. I it was just like submitting a game and just waiting for the answer.
0: Yeah, that's that's how I like it. I like to make it like extremely like intensely low barrier to entry, uh, so that like just anyone who's made a game and this is like the primary platform people publish on. So, and even if you don't, it's fast enough to get like a. I guess technically, if people were not publishing on this and they wanted to submit a game anyway, they could just email me. I don't really care <laughs> too much about that, but yeah. The, the jams provide a good, but speaking of speaking of the jams, speaking of submissions your submission, Devour uh, how, tell me a little bit about Devour
3: oh, right, so uh, the game itself is just, it's a text, a text adventure horribly, uh, that I made it was really initially it was inspired by pale luna creepypasta I don't know if you have heard about it. it. It was a creepypasta that was kind of a little bit famous-ish.
0: Wait, which one? I don't know, like,
3: how pale Luna.
0: No, do not know.
3: It, it's... I mean, I don't know how famous pastas right. can get. You know? no, they're, the they're, whole, I think, I think there
0: maybe are a couple, of like, standouts, but they're also just, like... It's like kind of like with... I think horror in general gets, like... gets really famous, but, like... Everyone has like their own ones that they know intimately, you know.
3: Yeah, it's like this kind of community. Very, thing. it's also really neat. so. Uh, it's I don't know, like when I I, I don't even know how I discovered Luna to be honest. But I think I was mm-hmm. just like looking around with X C P It was it's X C P right? The big, pretty big pasta thing that is also kind of a universe on itself. It's. I don't remember the the opponent but yeah anyway like I feel one I, I found this scripty podcast it was about this kind of text adventure that someone found and was really buggy and you know it was um uh, it had like real life coordinates that the person that found the game would go and then you would find like those people, and they were like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're a normal standby, creepypasta, uh, like. But yeah, like, this gave me an idea, and it was, I, I read this creepypasta in 2016, 2017, I guess, and uh, this idea was like, in my mind for a long time, until like, I finally made Devour and put this idea in practice. So, And also, like the moment that I made Devour, I was uh, a little bit of turmoil. Like I, I had a startup, and making a startup is not as fun as late capitalism makes you think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like... right, right, right. You're just kind of like, I have to, especially when you're like, I'm just kind of committing uh, these ideas that I have onto this uh, page or this line of code. It's just, yeah, you can't help but put yourself within the piece, you know? It's, it's pretty unavoidable
3: yes and so but, but it was really good it was it's kind of like positive car, you know it, it's uh i forgot about a classic i think it's fantastic right
0: uh, so what was when that you have a
3: cartaz. uh the cartaz, when you have like a fantastic feeling uh yeah know oh, you have all your feelings it right and uh, you know, it, it, it was really good. It was kind of like a, a small, it was a, a therapeutic thing for me, you know. I was putting a lot of of my emotions in the game. And I don't know, like, I really liked the result. It was, uh, it was I got really involved in the game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm losing you here and there occasionally, so I'm getting a little, like, I'm missing a word or two on occasion. Oh, nice. Uh, try... Oh, okay.
3: let me... Let me
0: my... Yeah, try. Uh, I don't know. Try um, plugging and plugging back in. Maybe that'll fix everything.
3: Yeah, I wish. <laughs> The problem is my mind. Wait, i just one second here.
0: Gotcha. And I'll just I'll just vamp in the meantime. I'll be like, hey, how's everyone doing today? Uh, uh, Twitch TV. That's how do what do people do on Twitch when they're just by themselves and they're just talking forever? They just be like, hey, hey, gamers, what's going on in the chat? Uh, uh or you know, how you doing? Uh, what's uh, Mario? Uh, he runs around a lot. He jumps on stuff. What a what a wild little guy. I was thinking a lot about that, uh, doing a double feature of those two movies back to back. I think it'd be funny. Two uh, bad movies that are bad in different ways, perhaps. Um. Oh, I think we're switching. I think we're switching over to mobile, maybe. Which. Hello?
3: Yeah, I, I tried switching. I is the microphone better?
0: Yes, sounds better.
3: Oh, okay, okay, let's do it like this then.
0: Yeah, I, I think whatever. I think maybe like you know it's the phone quality. It's a little, uh, like the like the base level quality is a little worse, but is like consistent that I can hear you perfectly.
3: Okay, I'm using it like it's a phone call right now, so
0: the, the, <laughs> sorry hey, about that. No, it works perfectly. You're you're calling in. Hello, <laughs> hello, caller. You are on the air. How you doing, caller? <laughs>
3: Uh <laughs> hello there. All right. So it's good to it's so good to be here.
0: <laughs> how how are things? How are things down that that neck of the woods? Uh But anyway,
3: <laughs> I mean you you may hear my cats uh yes. somewhere during the call, so <laughs> sorry about that.
0: No, sometimes we hear cats, sometimes we hear dogs, sometimes we hear highways, you know. That's just the the that's the spice of life, you know. <laughs> Fair. But uh but that said, um, games, you made one. <laughs> so, what, so what were you saying before? I w- Do you remember what you were saying before uh, we were kind of, not disconnected, but inaudibly connected? Okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, so devour. I yeah. made it during the uh, during a startup, right? So yeah, uh, startup stuff ha- was happening. The startup was kind of crumbling. Yes, th- and...
0: the startup was an important word that I was missing this entire time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that was the the big context, you know, yes, like,
0: while while I was developing the
3: the devour is that I was in a, in this startup that was, you know, uh, really not going well. And it's, you know, it, it's a creamy feeling. It's not, right. not good. You
0: know? Yeah. And that, that's like the, the, there's, there's definitely like the appeal to startups is like, Oh, look, they're good. They got a ton of money. They're going to pay me well and have good things. But then also uh, they are starting up, um, so there's there's some instability there always.
3: Yeah, it's not only stability. Like I, I really it's it's the whole feeling of talking with VCs like venture capitals. Oh yeah. yeah. It's it, it's like a very you are pretending something. They know you are pretending something, and they are pretending that they care. And right. everybody's pretending so much, and it's like this is the the creme de la creme of late capitalism, right? It, <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was feeling all of that, and I was like, "That's I, I wasn't hoping to be here. Like, I was just, I just wanted to start a business, you know, right. something they're, that, uh, hey, that's my business." And they're
0: yeah. they're they're look, you're looking to get money. Someone's looking to spend money, and to some extent, they don't really care what they spend money on. <laughs> they just want to spend it and ideally get some in return but they don't yeah it's like how often does like a VC like oh yeah I'm really uh, am passionate about the thing that I'm spending money on more than like it's a thing that I want to get money back from
3: yes it's it, it allures you with the kind of like oh there's a, a lot of smart people working with startups and VCs so maybe like you will have a lot of feedback and you will develop yourself and that, that's this kind of I don't know. The, uh, I I got delusional, you know, at the start of the, you know, when I started a business and I started feeling feelings, you know, as one does when <laughs> yeah. stuff like this happens. And coincidentally, there was this jam happening that was the theme horror jam that happens every October, right? And I suddenly had the urge, okay, I have to make a game because I'm going insane. Um, and so I had like this idea of making the Peoluna, uh, the Peoluna game, a, a game yeah. based on Peoluna, right? The creepy pasta. And well, that happened to be devour. That happened to be like the the accumulation of you know <laughs> years of thinking about this creepy pasta and thinking to myself, hey, I should make a game about that. And <laughs> that was it.
0: Yeah, that is. I I've I've actually uh in in my heart like somewhere down the road wanted to make a, a a creepypasta inspired game like you know how uh so like especially in the game realm so many of them are i found a game but it's cursed uh and all the, <laughs> no, the characters ble- all the characters mario's eyes are bleeding
3: uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's Mario.x <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh no. Uh, I,
0: I wanted to make a very just like a very regular platformer, but just um or so, you know, some kind of video game, you know, a very standard kind of you know, retro video game, but uh, it it just like randomly it it has one random pull at the very beginning and if you hit like that one in fifty thousand or whatever chance Uh, your version you play like a cursed version of the game that is like in some ways the real version of the game but i want it to feel like organic you know like it's not just like i'm I'm, like you could play the game through and through and you never see that cursed version uh and like uh,
3: okay i see what you what what is the you're like oh it's like it's I'm telling the forum in reddit oh my god i played this game but there was you know oh i played a, a a version that they. My character was bleeding, and everybody was like, No, that's, <laughs> that's uh, all right. Okay, right. Sure. I, want,
0: I want to organically create a, a creepypasta IRL. Uh, <laughs> and I can say that because I mean, I've said it multiple times on the show. I can say that because it'll probably be a very long time. Uh, first, I don't know how many people are listening to this, and second of all, when's, when am I actually going to find the time to make that game? <laughs>
3: so yeah. i mean it, it was it, that that's kind of like basing on creepypast and stuff it's yeah. i feel like it's kind of traditional but it's also like really fun to make something out of it. i mean at least like making the bar was really fun because yeah. i had all of this a lot of creepypasta thematic choices you know like you're writing something and then suddenly what you're writing changes and the text suddenly disappears and it's like oh my god what did i just sing? and you know, it's it's really stunning, but it's also really fun. you know. It it gets some people on surprise. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. horror I think for the game. is yeah. horror is a lot of fun, I think, in just kind of in general a lot of ways cuz like there's like in some sense there's like some catharsis, you know, like you had some catharsis to making it. Uh and there's you get to you have to make weird, you get to make weird creepy gross stuff a lot of the time, which is its own bit of fun. <laughs>
3: yes. Yes, I I understand. It's funny because I am actually I don't play horror games too much because I'm afraid of blood.
4: Yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I I, I think that's at least why my game doesn't also have a lot of blood and I don't know.
0: When you you add a little bit you had, you just close your eyes, right? You just close your eyes while you're doing it. (laughs) Cannot see. Yeah,
3: it it was a little... uh, To be honest, it was a little bit like this. The good thing is that... uh, at least I know what scares me, so I think right. I get more self-conscious about, hey, that is scary, so I kind of trust my feelings a little bit. But maybe it's just scary for me, so that's <laughs>
0: that's kind of a risk, you know,
3: because I'm afraid of playing
2: games.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, because
0: yeah. Yeah, you never know, like, what will scare somebody. I play, you know, I, I get a little bit of the kind of... Um you have to walk around a room and collect some things while a scary guy chases you kind of games. Uh, and those do nothing for me. Really? Like it, it, there's like a primal feeling I feel to some extent where it's like, but it's in the same way. If a person was, if a person I knew was standing behind me and they told me I'm going to hit you on the head at some point within the next five minutes, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not like a it's not like a fear, but it's just like attention that you know something is going to happen, and you're just like your body is like I'm I'm ready to react.
3: Hmm. Yes, it's. I, I I know this. I know. I, I I I like playing with this. In, you know, this is not the first horror game that I've made, but it's. I think it's the horror, first horror game that I've. You know, I've made a hundred percent. Uh, because I worked like before in a in a company that were like prototyping a lot of games and stuff, yeah. and one of the games was a horror game. So, you know, I I, I I kind of understood at least this much: like people like to feel this tension, you know, that something is going to happen, but they don't know when.
0: Yeah, and there, it's, there's it's it's really. Uh, speaking of making games and making games in multiple different styles, what would you say? Okay, is the hardest part and easiest part about making a game?
3: That's actually a good question. I'm not sure. I I think it depends, like, if the game... Because if you're... I worked, like, in in some companies before, uh, making games, like, for companies, and there's, like, when you're working for a company, it's just, like, the technical challenge, because you don't... It's not yours. Like the game is just the company's game, and you're just, you know, uh, staff, and you have to work for them. And that's basically it. You, you maybe choose a little bit, you know, you have a, a bit of freedom in your area, but not much as to be like difficult, you know, to to think about this. You just have to do stuff. And that's what the company. That's what the, the the corp wants you to do, right? Right. But making a game alone. I think, you know, thinking what you want to make for me, at least, is the most difficult part because, you know, I have a lot of game ideas, but okay, what, what, why do I really want to make this? Is this going to be fun to make or, you know, uh, or will I get tired of doing this in the midway? You know, so I think that's for me that that's a question that lingers in my mind a lot while I do jams is like, am I having fun? And if not, why? And yeah, why? What I should do to start having fun making my game? You know, so I think that's the most difficult part because the rest is—I—I I, I feel like everything else lies in like technical challenges and communication and stuff. But this question, at least, is always you know in the top of my head when I'm doing my own project.
0: Yeah, right. Because if you're like. Especially when you're just making, like, especially within, like, the realm of, like, game jams. If you're not doing a game jam for something you enjoy, <laughs> then you're really, like, uh, why Why am I doing this at all?
3: Yes. Yeah. It, it, it's It's like, oh, I want to, like, maybe – and I've seen this a lot. Like, oh, I want a bigger portfolio of games, and you have to make a big portfolio of games to work in games, or else you won't ever be able to work right. in games. Nobody but, knows what you made. But, Yes, like how you should complete all small games, and you should like complete like Atari games, and you should like make games there, you know, and so many games. And at the end of the day, if you're not making something that you're liking, like why? It's it yeah. doesn't make sense.
0: Because because in a lot of cases, I think you know you could have a full eight game portfolio but if you have like a one really strong game portfolio that might work better because you're like oh no I I, I made the one thing that I really enjoyed um, instead of just making eight things that I trudged through to make things so I, that I had to make things
3: you're yeah like, I, I would even go as far as to say like liking your own stuff is probably a good indication that you're going to make something fun for the others right right yeah or I, I hardly make something fun like if i'm not having fun in the game jam and i finish the game i i, I think okay that's <laughs> i shouldn't I, I don't even want to play my own game right yeah <laughs> right won't, won't to...
0: <laughs> and not even not yeah. even because you like you know already played it too much and you're like oh i'm fine with this like i just don't want to like i have made something i'm just satisfied with uh, yeah like i think the worst feeling is making something you feel nothing about you know yeah it's like that's a game
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> of, of all the games that's certainly one of them and
0: <laughs> to, to, to borrow a phrase right it's the least of games <laughs> yes uh, to,
3: yeah uh, I, like... it, it's, it's not a good feeling
0: because like i think even a game that you make that you're like deeply dissatisfied with like you can still see what you would like in it and where you went wrong and that is like still like a feeling you have about it you know you're like oh if i had done this or this or oh i wish i wish this was better rather than a game that's just nothing (laughs) you don't feel good or bad about
3: yeah yes yeah definitely it's at least it's a reason to think about the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'd rather think about something I hate than never think about it again.
3: Yeah, I, I, it's it's a, it's an it's an interesting thought. But yeah, I I think so too. Uh,
0: I guess unless it makes you a lot of money, then uh, that's that that's one of those those one of those uh, little clauses where oh, it doesn't matter. Money changes a lot of things, and <laughs> you could I'm sure you could find, I'm sure you could find it to very dispassionately make a game. If you knew it was successful.
3: That's yeah, a, that's, <laughs> I guess that's that, part that's of working for of a company sometimes.
0: A company. Yeah,
3: no, it, it was definitely, it was definitely like this. Like I, I had a salary, so yay. <laughs> Not right. That, that, yeah. That's good. That's capitalism. But you know, at the end of the day, I was. Just looking at, and there's one one of the games that I worked in this, you know, company that I, uh, I worked in, uh, it was a mobiles game company. So I mostly, as an engineer there, I was working in monetization and, you know, making pop-ups and making pop-ups to improve monetization and improving monetization via <laughs> pop-ups, right? That was the, the yeah. four things oh. that I, I
0: was. Uh, the, the four pillars of gaming. <laughs>
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the four pillars of game design, you should, like, yeah. that, that's basically, like, the, the, the most important stuff. Uh, <laughs> but there was this one game that I worked, like, for uh, almost, like, nine months, I think. I mean, more if you count, like, the prototype phase, in yeah. which, like, I was during the whole process of the game, I was in it. And we launched the game globally. And there were millions of downloads. And well, I was one of the engineers that worked since the very beginning. And at the end of the day I was like, eh. That's <laughs> right. That that's still one of the you know, one of the games ever. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's complicated. It's complicated. Right, right, and right. Now I'm I'm starting to get more into the like after in the apocalypse and after like you know, getting into HIO and getting back to game jams, I started to feel like hey, there you know, there's there's more to life. Right, just like making games to big corporations. Right?
0: That's part of why I have uh, I enjoy having a not a completely non-art job. It's just kind of I do, I do like accounting work for eight hours, and I go home and I don't have to think. I guess I do do accounting work with Indiepocalypse but that's not for fun. That's because I have <laughs> to. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's it, I, I kind of like ah, oh, I don't have to worry about that sort of thing anymore. But speaking of worrying about that sort of thing. Enrique, I'm worried about two very important questions for you, which is oh my God. uh what's your favorite type of rock?
3: I like the shiny ones that are probably radioactive. Okay. So, but I, I don't I don't I don't I'm not into nuclear physics or something. It's just like I like I like the thought of hey, shiny rock.
0: You know, yes. that, that's fun. Uh, and, and that follow-up question, do you have a favorite Toho character?
3: So, I I tried to prepare myself for this question. Yes. And I feel like fell into a trap <laughs> because there are many characters. Yeah, there, there's a many. lot of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I can't say I have a, a, a favorite character now, but now the tab, I, I feel like the Pandora box is open, so maybe I will have a favorite character in the future.
0: That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping to open that Pandora's box for people on the show, or I presumably that's what the uh, mochi, the original uh, question asker of that question, I was hoping to like. What if I just trick people into getting into Toho project? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I should do. Works. I should I should call it Toho project every time because sometimes people think I'm talking about Toho, the the Japanese film studio. Uh, Godzilla and all that stuff. Oh, but, but, call, but calling yeah. a Toho project that would that would help remove any of that. Uh, uh dis- that would as Wikipedia has a disambiguation. Um, oh, so
3: you, you, they are opening out the wrong Pandora box.
0: Yes, the, I've had people be like, "Oh, I like Godzilla." I'm Like, no, that's the wrong Toho. I'm talking
3: about <laughs> that's the wrong answer.
0: <laughs> I'm talking about the Don series.
3: Ah. There are no wrong answers, but that was one of them. Yes. <laughs> that was one of the wrong answers.
0: But also, maybe I'll start asking people what their favorite Godzilla creature is, their favorite kaiju. I like Gigan. Enrique, do you have a favorite, uh, a favorite uh, uh, God Someone within the extended Godzilla verse, or even uh, the Gamera verse? You know, big men in big rubber suits. Oh. oh damn! I mean, I don't know if Power Rangers count. It, it kind of I does. do like It's within the, okay. the the extended tokusatsu family. Tokusatsu meaning special effects, I believe. Uh,
3: okay. So I, I like, yeah, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is something that I I, I, I don't know. That that was the first thing that came to my mind. You know, they trying to defend the city while destroying them.
0: Yeah. So- <laughs> yeah. it's uh, But people in rubber trees, it's, it's like, it's like, it's almost like wrestling. It's a weird thing. Anyway, Destroy All Monsters is kind of fun. I think it's best. It's, they seem best experience with friends. Those are the. There are the kind of movies that I can. There are some movies that I like. I only enjoy, but if I'm watching them with friends, and I could not watch them by myself.
3: Yeah, Power Rangers like it. it surely fits this uh, this definition. I think at least.
0: <laughs> well, that that said, we're gonna uh, Enrique. Thanks for joining me. We're gonna be going on break.
3: Thank you so much.
0: Uh, and we'll be back in about 3 minutes and 27 seconds. Uh, goodbye for now. Hello, and welcome back to IndiePocalypse Radio. Uh, that was Tyson Dronicus. Upon viewing Oregon's landscape with the flood of detritus, I had to extend the VLC for that to make sure I knew the whole thing. We're back in the whole crew here. Hello, uh, whole crew. Hello. Hello. Hi. You do uh, you
1: do just use the music segments to show everyone all of the good music
0: you like. I do. That is like my excuse. It's like partially a pirate radio show to, ch- to be like when I start off I'm like real I re- like people really need to listen to a plane, which I like <laughs> a lot. I like I like a plane a lot. And you can get, I would totally also just enjoy showing
1: people my favorite music if I run a show like this.
0: Yeah, it's like a little, little secret thing, and it it feels more comfortable than like having a friend in a room and being like, "Oh, you gotta listen to this album, dude." Uh,
1: yeah, sure, I'll listen to it
0: sometime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, dude, just got, I'm gonna turn on. I'm just gonna like. It's hard to invite a friend and be like, "Dude, we're just gonna listen to sleep. We're gonna listen to that sleep album all day." Get ready for it. I think that that album is too "Dope Smoker" is too long for this to play during any Apocalypse Radio, even for the preamble, because it's like you know. 40 Let's see minutes.
1: Paul Allen's favorite song. Well, what is,
0: is it "Dope Smoker"? Oh, I don't know if any oh. of you have seen uh,
1: "American Psycho."
0: Oh yes, yes. Do just, I just, yeah. That's me. Except that that is and, me. Andrew I,
1: I... showing songs to people involuntarily, and then. In
0: that I have my or co- indie games I have or, or real showing real people indie on. games, yeah. And I, but it's but I'm playing all of Dope Smoker, so they have to like I'm dancing for like 40 minutes long. Uh, that's that's the my true pleasure in albums is like 20 songs and the album is uh, 15 minutes long, or uh, one song and the album is an hour long. It's like true pleasure on both spectrums. yeah that's good stuff anyway this is my uh, uh, this is my way of saying what if you what if everyone got everyone listen to the show should listen to dope smoker it's rules and you can just listen to it uh, (laughs) you don't even need to like uh, uh, imbibe as they say Uh, you don't even need to, to to follow the What's the word that I'm looking for? The instructions of the album's name. You can just listen to it just Stone Cold Sober. It still rules. That's how I always listen to everything.
1: You you seem definitely like a Bandcamp type of person. I I got the,
0: I got uh three albums from Bandcamp Camp this morning. Yeah. I, I mean Camp and Itch are kind of the same vibe. Yeah, that's where I, that's where I got Treasury of Puppies and uh, some some the other ones I played. I got uh, a, a No Malani and uh, what's the name of this album here? Koshimer. Uh It's also we got a lot of good international stuff. I like listening to international. That's like uh, where where was uh, a No Malani from? Is that uh, I think that's Nigerian Nigerian guitar music uh oh, Ka- Kashamar is uh oh sorry the album title was rosa mystica rosa mystica that i think that's like uh uh quebecois uh doom metal uh anyway doom. i like a lot like a lot of music um <laughs> all different styles i do like ambient music yeah
1: also try uh making some music myself for the game here and it's like a couple 10 second short uh, jazz loops i don't know if i <laughs> anyone would be interested in listening to those on their own I,
0: ha- I yeah i have i have a keyboard in the corner of this room that mm. aspirationally i'll learn to play i kind of is it have... like
1: midi or is it just a uh, midi like ooh you could plug it
0: into your computer i i t i bought a midi adapter so i could do just that Oh, I also bought a MIDI adapter, but it didn't work with my no, keyboard. It was it was funky. It was very weird to get to work. Eventually, I did get to work, but it was weird.
1: Nice. Yeah. It's always always fun to make your own music for your own games.
0: Yeah, it's like a
1: but you know, like another there. layer of software to learn.
0: Yes, it's it's a it's like a cheap sixty dollar Casio or whatever, but it's like a full enough keyboard. whatever works. Yeah, I don't
1: need them. Can boot. also. You can also make music with like banging shit against the wall and recording that, and then just putting it into some audio software and stretching it really long, and you have some really cool ambience.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I... whatever works. Exactly. There's like you know just feed, take a thing and feed it through thirty different different uh, feedback filters or whatever, and then you like, uh, you've turned a guitar into a different instrument entirely.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Avery who made the music for the second half of my game. Just with a guitar, doodling around for like half an hour on the reverb thing she plugged in, and uh, yeah, it was really dreamlike music that ended up in the game.
0: Well, let me look at this. Uh, yeah, that is like you can. It's a true. Like uh, I, I like the idea of uh, uh, noodling, <laughs> and yeah, just noodling around, and then and then cropping it up later, and making little loops out of it. And like, you know, uh, quote, unquote, like people should do more like video game noodling, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, like things are like, is this going to be a real game? I don't know. Uh, but I just kind of noodled around in this game.
1: In a game or like, in a, yeah, just
0: noodling around in a game engine until something comes out. Right. And maybe, maybe nothing ends up coming out of it, but you have like little bits and pieces of something. And yeah, that's it... kind
2: of what uh, game Jam suggests. Yeah, judging from the name, that it's is gonna uh-huh. be some kind of noodling. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I really like. Uh, it's it's part of why I get a little uh, what's the word? Cautious when too much. Sometimes too many things are like. Uh, when too many competition style game jams, you know. Yeah. Where it's like oh, uh, that, no, there are some.
3: Need... Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no. It's just that uh, uh, about the game engines because there are there are some game engines that are really good for noodling around, right? Yeah. Like the there was one game in the in the forty fourth uh, and and actually there are in more bitsy Beatty games, bitsy like games in in, yeah. in some in apocalypses, right? And yeah. It was one of the game engines that I, I never tried out. And after checking the issue, and say, like, hey, what is, what is this game made from? And I started noodling without, like, <laughs> I automatically started noodling around. like, hey, suddenly I got, like, a little bit of story, you know? So, yeah. yeah there are some game engines that are really good for that.
1: Bitc yeah. is what Valerie works in also, right? For a bunch of games. Yeah,
2: yeah. Basically, I'm actually... Doing a Bitsy game right now, uh, but it's kind of uh, opposite of noodling because uh, it's a bit more lengthy. But uh, yeah, I'm Bitsy is perfect for just like games that you can make in an hour, for
1: example, or like. Oh, uh, did you ever or, hear or, about the one-hour game jam? <laughs> yeah, I've heard about it's it. It's the thing. Never,
2: never participated though.
1: <laughs> if if you get fast enough into your tools, like if you are comfortable using the tools, uh, you can. You can put out little games there. Every It's every weekend, I think, once per week. I think this weekend already yeah. happened. I can recommend it, but don't have high expectations, of course.
2: <laughs> have, you, have you have you made something for this uh, gem?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm currently learning a new tool, so I'm really slow with like professional engines. But before, when I was using Source, I was really fast. And I participated mm-hmm. in One Hour Game gym, I think, four times or three times. One of the times I deleted because it was really bad. But <laughs> the other one was just one time, like an interactive version of the trolley problem. It didn't have any unique thing to it. Just you were deciding to push the lever or not. And that was the whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, one little jump and run. And one game where you collect bones and like throw them on a pedestal. And then you have a full skeleton at the end each of them only taking like a minute to play or less uh yeah but it's a challenge and it's it's really high adrenaline for one hour and then you exhaust exhausted for the next of the evening
2: yeah, yeah it's interesting like it, it sounds like a perfect uh, kind of gem for bt games basically because they're so easy to make I, I'll have to look at it uh, more closely. Yeah,
1: they do have a theme every time. I mean, they're not too strict about things, but I can recommend it just for fun.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh dear, my itch pages for those don't that, exist. Anymore. That that sounds very fun.
0: Yeah, I I I, I like to I highly encourage the idea of just like you know, messing around in different engines. Uh, there's so much to make a game jam where you just like you have to use. Uh, like one of those free pre-built kind of like engines especially like one you're not familiar with like hey try to make a game in a new unfamiliar engine you know make a game in bitsy or you know in old using RPG. this uh,
1: programming language that no one ever heard of
0: right right you make your rpg maker game uh, make a make a game in uh, a shmup maker just kind of like <laughs> mess around in just a different engine and because I, you know, uh, I like them as uh, instruments. You know, they're instruments. In a way, there's they're different like tool sets. Mm-hmm. There are different uh, there are different materials for art. Full circle ahead. again, viewing games like viewing music. Yeah. When when
1: you were talking about the career thing, I think both of I don't know about Andrew, but both of you have like worked in the game industry in some way. I think. I, yeah. I would never dare. Uh, <laughs> you were never there yeah i mean, i also don't know i i yeah. also kind of view game death a bit like uh you know someone picking up a guitar and playing for fun like maybe they're
0: gonna turn it into a thing that they can
1: live on but probably not and that's fine yeah yeah, it's, yeah.
0: sometimes it's fun it'll be like a local bar band you know
1: oh yeah I'm... Uh,
0: or just like the kind of person who just like paints for friends and family or just yourself
1: Oh, on that note, (laughs) painting for friends and family. There's also games as a as a way to do something that stays private. Like I've made, I think two or three games that never see the light of the day because they were only meant for like one person, Uh, and that's cool. If you know, one of them was more of a website puzzle. I mean, if you're comfortable in, a, in an engine and it takes an hour to do something, you can totally make a love letter to someone in a game engine or
0: right. something like that. Something I've been wanting to do is make little personal games, and I have a, like a, I bought a PS1 copy of RPG Maker, and I want to make just like little personal RPGs for people. Yeah, like, sending like, that to a bunch of friends and, and just like mail them the memory card. And like, <laughs> you have the game now. That's where the game exists. <laughs>
2: actually i made uh, like uh, a little game uh, for my younger brother in game maker back in 2016 i think like for his birthday it was like a game uh, one and a half a game kind of a half a, of a postcard so you kind of have to go through levels to unlock uh parts of the uh, you know it's kind of uh Parts of the speech, like the celebratory speech, so you will have the for the full um, congratulations when you finish the like, something like yeah. levels or something. Yeah,
1: that's cute. First all, really a game. That's mm-hmm. really There was yeah, also yeah uh, the the like uh, game you made with the tree, which I think most of your games are based on like real life experience and you know. In many ways yeah. and the uh, and the tree one like you actually uh well pr- broke into that uh zoo to look at that tree with two other friends did those two other oh, friends yeah, ever yeah. get to see the game what did I think
2: yeah they did uh like w- one of the friends was uh my uh partner so she she was intimately uh involved in the process of oh, yeah. uh, de- developing the games she 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 uh, uh, like saw it on all the stages and the other friend uh, really liked it uh, yeah uh, it's like he was inspired to make uh, a game too because he's like he, he is an artist too he's a poet but he never did i think uh,
1: yeah it's cute it's one of the games um i mean i played through they're all like uh, also five-minute-long games or 10-minute-long games. At least that I didn't amazing. play every one. But from the ones I played, those was probably the most artistic one, like, you know, pretty environments. The other ones were more more basic. Uh, and even earlier, you had, like, I played one 3D game, the maintenance one. That one also yeah. seemed very, very uh, like, Stanley Parable-esque with, like, four wall breaks and so on
2: yeah so actually it's uh, it was a game made in game jam uh like in two days and it was one of the most crunchy game jams i've ever had in my life
1: yeah making 3d is intense
2: like not for only for me it was like five people you were like uh, working for something like 40 or 48 or for 52 hours in a row or something it was uh Kinda horrible.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, teams teams are difficult on a small yeah. scale. Yeah. I had uh, the last time I did global game jam. I think this is the last time, or maybe the second to last time. It was, this was also anyways a long time ago. Either way, uh, but we had a team of like eight people, and nothing ever really got made. <laughs> but oh, it's yeah. Oh it, yeah. But a we hung teams out in... and tried to cook what? Lunchables with a laptop. It didn't work. <laughs>
1: Oh dear, yeah, I mean the ideal is always oh we want to have flat hierarchies and so on, and that works on if you're working alone if you're working with two other people maximum and then yeah. you more people you do need like a kind of manager role or yep. at least you need to have central moments where you all together uh like decide who works on what or nothing's gonna happen yeah, I that, that those I was
0: too. that was me I was the producer. <laughs> Oh okay.
1: No. I guess you didn't have too much. I mean, no, maybe I, learning
0: experience. And then I was like, uh, it just didn't just didn't come together in anything really. But it was like fish people hanging out, you know. Sometimes things just don't work. It was a weird thing where uh, they, they they were using Unity Unity uh, Unity physics, and I don't think they should have. They should have just did hard coded uh, movement. Because I ended up making the the game, the theoretical version of the game in like <laughs> an hour in Game Maker, <laughs> because there was like there was so much fighting with physics and like, uh, God, physics and games. Suck. Yeah, yeah, it's truly cursed. Just math. Just use math. Use math. Make you move your own physics. Take look at the, yeah, look at those physics and I- throw them in the garbage. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's cool when a when a when
1: a big company with a big budget does something cool physics. Right. I mean, all of Half-Life 2 is basically showing mm-hmm. the cool physics of the game. But whenever I touch it, it's also just cursed.
0: Yeah, it's it. It's not. Uh, I so many. I feel like games, especially like there's not uh, nothing more. And this is a personal taste, of course, but I find so much awkward. Like when I see like awkward like 2D. Like and it feels like oh this feels like it's just using the built-in physics instead of just like well if you just made your guy jump up a number of pixels and then fall a number of pixels per second,
1: and always be sure to put in the delta time or yeah (laughs) or or it will be wacky on low FPS.
0: Yes, right. That is or or, or speedrunners will find out like, oh, we want to get this on, we want to get this on low FPS because it makes speed running better or the inverse uh-huh. or <laughs> this. That is the very funny thing about, uh, game speeds and tying things to game speeds and all sorts of like things like all games like so many games are like obviously just like hacked together in the moment and i think it's fine for a game to be hacked together and just work so long as it works (laughs) and not having it to be perfect because yeah it's it's kind
2: of weird if you're making a game jam game and thinking about how speed runners will uh, will gonna probably break it and uh like uh, uh at least if you're not making this game for speed runners yeah in, in which is... case yeah definitely <laughs> this is something you should be thinking about
0: it's this whole other like sub category or subculture that has risen around I, mean, I say sub as if it's not like massive i'm sur- i get surprised sometimes how massive it is when i see like you know when i'm in old youtube incognito style and it starts recommending me all sorts of Million, multi-million view speedrunner things, and I'm like, this is big, and also yeah. like eight million little subcultures.
2: It's kind of like sport. I mean, yeah, like what if what if video games were sport? <laughs> Basically, what if what if you make a game, any kind of video game, into a sport uh, discipline sort of
0: yeah and and is it like in
1: some places it is recognized as a sport i think yeah and for for especially like following you for obviously valve games because that's what i'm big into and they they always find new ways to speedrun. every every other year or so they find a new game breaking bug it just doesn't stop it just seems like the code keeps giving glitches (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah and that because you if you push it to like the these extreme edge cases that no uh normal player would ever run up against you know and then you just like keep poking at the seams of something until uh the it's you know it's it's part of it the joy of it being like a participatory medium you know in the way that you can't like when you're watching a movie, you can't just start stepping into the movie and start messing around with things. (laughs) You can't point the camera to the right and see that they're on a sound stage. Well, that's funny. Sometimes, sometimes you can see it
1: like in little reflections. If you pause and you close, look at the like door handle, (laughs) you can see the camera or whatever.
0: Yeah. Or, or see something, you know, something that got left behind or you just like uh, things just like the kind of like imperfections of, Mm -hmm. In and, not, not being the real world
1: and if if you're if you're developing games yourself you start viewing games with that way also you're you're trying to not experience it as a game you're trying to look for how it was built right like what right. kind of mechanics a game developer is and like reconstruct it and figure out how to break it that's yeah, always fun
0: there there is a certain feeling sometimes you know after working for a while there was you you know much in the same way of source, like, even something like Game Maker has, like, it's feeling to it, you know? Hmm. Huh. And I, I was I remember loading up, very specifically, I remember loading up Undertale and being like, this is a Game Maker game, isn't it? <laughs> it has that kind of feel to it, that kind of movement feel, and it is. Uh, But then there are other games where it's like, oh, yeah, this is a game, this is a Game Maker, because it has that kind of, like, you know, uh this kind of 2D vibe to it. It's hard to describe. Or, or more like you can tell it's not a Unity or Unreal game. And maybe it's like telling by process of elimination, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of but... hard to tell what. Like, I probably wouldn't be able to tell uh, if a game was made in Unity because just how much different games can be made in Unity. Uh, yeah.
1: There is, a, there is a typical Unity aesthetic that I have in mind when I think it's like a flat-shaded, uh, low-poly 3D game. Um, so whenever it makes something like that in Unreal, it almost feels like a Unity game or in right. whatever other engine. Mm-hmm. And, and my goal is also to, mm-hmm. when people look at it, not to think that it's an Unreal game, but to think, like, maybe, maybe there's a Unity game, maybe it's
0: something else. Yeah, no, I would... Because that is... When I, in the experience when I am handed indie Unreal games, they're like, "Wow, look at these huge high-res assets." <laughs> yeah,
1: those like uh, totally not from Quixel, uh, all, all using HD like the new type of texture format. And
0: that. Right. This is kind of like what I imagine is sort of like default. Yeah, Unreal and toggle sort of stuff. toggle
1: volumetrics on, and the scene looks like amazing. But it's like the default volumetric settings.
0: I'm like wow this game runs like crap on my computer oh uh, wonder why oh it's not a real game that's why <laughs> hey I think I, I'm my... starting to recognize
3: assets more than recognize engines by now like mix some animations for yeah. example like when I oh, yeah. starting to dance I was like hey that <laughs> I've used that too you know I, I completely understand <laughs> yeah <No, laughs> you're using in... It, so.
0: it's in the same oh, way that of like there are sound libraries you know
3: mm-hmm. yeah oh, you keep like hearing stuff the from open pack.
0: Metal I, I don't know, falling. like
3: uh, the the music from Incompentech, like the mm. the stuff that you you look for. Hey, uh, Creative Commons soundtrack, yes, uh, techno. <laughs> and then <laughs> most of the time I can like hear a, a soundtrack in a game channel. It's like, hey, I I've used this too. <laughs> that that wow. that's a good music.
0: I see you. I see you're also a good friend with Kevin McLeod. <laughs>
3: yes oh we're acquaintances
0: (laughs) but that's (laughs) like you know it happens in all sorts of stuff you know uh movies and tv shows reuse like similar like shooting locations and sets and stuff i remember seeing like uh like a clip or uh you know a long time ago seeing what was it it was like a, some kind of clipper, or something for, for the, the, sh- the adult swim show, Children's Hospital. And I was like, that's the Scrubs Hospital. And it's <laughs> like, because that was like a shooting hospital or whatever, uh, or whatever that thing was. And it's just like, you know, people sometimes will dig through, you know, prop departments and like repurpose props. And the same thing with like digital prop stores. So it's like, I'll just download these yeah. crates off of the Unreal, Unity store, or whatever. Stop in my... If
1: anyone's familiar with like the back rooms, they all use the same carpet texture. There's one carpet texture and textures. Are calm that you see all over the place. Right. <laughs> yeah. Textures. It's... are calm. Next resource you can mm. learn by heart.
0: And th- that is like, uh, 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 like just like a part of you know, art is like real. You know, especially the independent stuff. It's like, what do we have? And let's not make more things that we have to make brand new. You know, I think that should be like a the, the part of the spirit of it. It's like, why why spend six months making these assets that already exist? You know, if, if yeah, it's... it makes things faster
1: for if you want to focus on other things. But then again, it's it's also fun to make make a thing where you can in the end be like, oh, I made almost every little asset of this. Yeah, obviously it yeah. takes much longer.
0: All right. It's it's all about it's all about de- uh, determining how far from how far back to the beginning of the universe you want to go when you want to make your apple yeah. pie. You know.
1: I I want to program my own engine. I want to build my own computer.
0: Right. I want to develop my own operating system. I want to. <laughs> D- develop my own computational language. I want to create my own s- system of metallurgy and refinement of minerals. I want to create my own planet. I want to make the universe. Uh,
1: I, d- I do wonder how different games would look if people would more usually program their own engines. I mean, it's not viable in this universe. But right. imagine a universe where there's no Unity, no Unreal, no source engine, and everyone programs their own game engine. Right, There would be a lot more creative freedom also.
0: Right, right. There there's a lot like if just like the baseline if C or whatever was just like more more easily accessible to people.
1: Yeah, like maybe that would be if you ever stumble on YouTube across these video games in like higher dimensions or using non-euclidean space. You don't you, you don't usually do that in Unity or whatever. You have to like program your own graphics interpreting software to display four-dimensional stuff. Right. I think there would be more more of that, like things that modern engines just aren't equipped with. But because they aren't equipped with that, we don't even think about wanting to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it it requires like just such a skill set. You have to you get you know even working in these pre built engines requires a skill set, and then you have to like get a more complicated skill set on top of all that.
2: Yeah. But, M- yeah, but maybe it's also, also like. Uh, 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 so, so something uh, that engines uh, give, I think, is that, like, this uh, sort of productive limitations, like, why I why, like yeah. Bitsy so much is precisely because I don't have to invent anything, uh, and yeah. I have to, like, just uh, do this very high-level kind of thing, uh, but, like... Paradoxically, like when I do it enough and I feel comfortable enough, I get into the code, <laughs> and that's why all my BC projects uh, of late are becoming like a slog because I'm messing too much with different, uh, different, diff- different like uh, scripts and uh, do some kind of weird stuff with them. But yeah, but I've only gotten gotten into this because I have BC, so it's like cool to have uh, engines because you can, uh, you know, get. Really deep into them, and uh, sort of this is a good, interesting, and like accessible way of getting into like you know creative game development. I think through this pre built, like ready made things. And if you don't want to go that deep, you can always use these limitations to like make your life uh, a bit easier. Yeah, so this is kind of like you know, dialectics here.
0: Right, it's it's that kind of like, but it it gives you that uh, uh, taste for it. So you're like, oh, what if I can? I'm familiar with Bitsy. Yeah. I understand some of the the structures of building games. It's like, what if I tried, you know, a more code intensive engine? And it's like, what if I just opened up a Notepad plus plus or whatever or yeah, what's, what's basically other? what I what I'm doing right now, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just just the 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 amount of code is so big uh, that um, Bitsy in the browser is like is starting to lag, and I have to download uh, the HTML version of the of the game and just open it in the uh, editor and uh, like uh, make some code and then download it back into the uh, like. You know, into the browser. So, but but unfortunately, like sometimes uh, uh, it doesn't work for some reason because uh, some markups or tabulation doesn't work yes. the same way. So it's like I have to redone it. So it's a very tedious kind of process, and I probably I'm I'm kind of having second thought about uh, starting this project, but it's. It's kind of fun because you you know you explore the limitations of this engine and you uh, like uh, uh, think about what can suit you better and like what what you can learn to to, to do this more effect- efficiently.
0: Yeah, but what if you download uh, Visual Studio and just went straight into C plus plus and yeah. never about all these engines? And, yeah, there is a, there is that like, programming in assembly. Yes, yes, like. Yeah, it, but 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 like, like a true talk, video game said, was meant to be programmed in. Yeah, but if you said
2: to me, this to me like before I yeah. uh, was uh, getting into video game making through Bitsy and uh, uh, other uh, engines, like I would be just terrified. Right,
4: right.
2: <laughs> I, I would. I think it's it's basically like how uh, like you know how I view game development. Something like I don't know, like twenty years ago. I thought that you have to be a very good programmer in order to make games, and I will never be a very good programmer, so I will never, never do games. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was pretty depressing. Uh, so yeah, so, so like yeah. I, I, uh, I, I really like engines for this kind of uh, limitations that they give.
1: The the lower the entry, the more easily people will try it out, and then. Like yeah. this, the game you we the last game you released, what was that one? The bird one is probably like your tenth or whatever game in in Bitsy. So now yeah,
2: something like this, yeah.
1: So now you, you really like know about the limitations, what it's good at, what it's bad at, and where you could possibly you know break it. And that's kind it's, of yeah how I yeah. felt with Source also when you when you start getting t- to know the tools, and the limitations, you know getting to like break them or also, you know, push for a different engine at the end if you think it's uh, too limiting. Or it's, it's, kind before... of
2: funny, it's funny that you've mentioned this uh, game about the bird uh, because I, I think it's probably uh, like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like tense bits of games that I've made, but it's kind of the first bitsy game that I've made in terms of... Uh, It's the simplest game that I've made. I've made it in like less than two days. And all of my other Bitsy games were just huge projects that I were working for like a week or more. So it's like kind of again, they were kind of against the spirit of Bitsy games. And I had to learn a lot of Bitsy and game making to be able to make something very simple in Bitsy. It's kind of Strange
1: this way. Yeah, you still have all the experience of all the other more longer, bigger game projects behind you.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, but, oh. But... Uh, about engines, uh, it's a little bit of a shameless plug, but it's uh, recently I've made a website called Engines Database, and oh. I'm actually like looking for weird, quirky engines more and more because people are suggesting me engines. And actually, Bitsy was one of them that was suggested to me like uh, this kind of, you know, specific, very niche engine, but that helps a lot with this concept that, oh, hey, I have to program a lot to actually make a game. And Fantasy Consoles is actually one of those, uh, you know, kind of engines that helps a lot of people because it creates limitations, but it also have like a lot of, you know, tools to make you... Okay, you, you you can actually make a game super fast, and you know you don't need to worry about graphics and and stuff because you can also use this in the editor, you know, like yeah, the yeah. old game maker editors. Uh, so, it, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, a, a, it's been like a growing database of engines that I've never heard about before, and yeah, you're you're like actually a lot in, of this. Uh, uh,
0: I didn't know about this, but this is very cool because you are in a. Um you share in the 44 shares a spot with a, uh, kind of like burgeoning engine, uh, with the engine maker, you know, uh, what's it called? A walk through the, uh, narrat. Um,
3: Oh yes. Yeah. That Narrat is actually in the, in the engines that the base true. So yeah. Yeah. It the, was
0: a walk through the forest. Liana, that is the creator of narrat, uh, was actually in that same issue. That
3: you were at oh that's right i actually played his game it was really cool I, I i discovered he was the one making narrat because during the game there is this hey i made this feature in the engine uh, i made the video feature in the in narrat because yeah. i needed it for my game <laughs> yeah so <laughs>
0: it's cool. like there's all sorts of like little custom engines in there and it's a cool little thing but speaking of cool little things and custom engines this this uh issue this radio show has been a cool little thing that's over two hours now which is i'm getting better at saying two hours we gotta shut it down uh uh because eventually it has yeah. to end so does anyone have any kind of last minute uh quick things you like oh, i gotta say be- besides promotion we'll get the promotion but other be like so many uh, like hey here are some things i a question i wanted to ask someone a, a thought i wanted to desperately get out um, if not, we will move on to that. Yeah,
2: last... I have a question. Uh, yeah. w- can you repeat what was uh, last thing you're talking about? Like the game engines database? Am I right? Yes. Is it yes? Like all game engines? So, oh, yeah. No, no, it, it's I've not. It's it just engines chats. database.
3: So yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. I was thinking in the chat. I think it's easier. Engines, I got them both.
0: Eng- engines database dot oh, okay.
3: Exactly. Wow. Oh. Because game engines database was already both.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah have, because I was like have. looking for engines database and it did nothing. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you heard about this? Uh, I'm trying to to find this link, like the small engines. Uh, it's not called database, but like um, small engines like... list. Yes, or collections, something like this, that I've, like, uh, it's like a, um, yeah, I can't find it, probably. Uh, uh, it's like a list of all different weird, like, small uh, engines, game engines. Was it a post?
3: Like a, a blog post on, on, on a website, or? Because I, I remember, like one of the blog posts that I've seen recently uh, after the Unity Kerfuffle, it was something like, "Hey, here are like thirty small engines," and it was it was kind of like the same the same time Tiny that I was oh, yeah. the site.
2: it's called it's called Tiny Tools Directory. It's like a site with a lot of. Uh... Cool uh, tools for game making, uh, like not only game engines proper, but also like uh, some stuff to make uh, graphics or to make uh, video, to make animations. Some like it's very broad. It's broad, more broad than just game engines, but it's uh, neatly like categorized so you can find different
3: Oh I just checked it. That's really cool. Yes. It's also yeah,
2: I think it's uh it's good to put in
3: on the the link on the oh, yeah. on the chat. Never heard about this.
0: There we go. Yeah. Tiny tools dot directory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny tools.
1: There's so many cool little tools. I see Pico's on here also and tick eighty looks also very cute. For like little game engines that are tile based or in browser. Yeah. Kind of reminded me yep. of the Bitsy of, of the or whatever. Yeah, I it's want...
3: covered like there are even like Pascal game engines and like game engines that actually publish for a Game Boy. The Game Boy Studio is yeah. it's something that I, I want to use somewhere in the future.
0: Yeah, I have, you know, I've got, uh, oh, they are in this room. I have a, a Game Boy game on a physical Game Boy cart made in Game Boy Studio in this room with me right now
3: nice
0: that's really cool uh, i have a leftover of taylor McHugh's uh game i have i've been i have been bringing it around to local events and it's just that's hanging really out nice. maybe yeah you can and people still sell their little cases in there It's cool little things um but that said um unless anything with anything else we're gonna wrap it up uh, i'm gonna go get some food uh So, Enrique, where can people find your stuff? We already put uh, Engines Database in there, but your other, like, uh, where can people find your game work and other things that you just want people to find?
3: All right. So, uh, actually, my io It's where I've been publishing most of my stuff. So, it's currently illusionfisherman.each.io. You can also, like, use Perron's dot each dot io like both links work right now
0: and that's illusion
3: fisherman yeah sorry illusion dash fisherman uh dot each io and yeah but right right now i'm working on engines database so if you like anyone has a suggestion or like more engines to add i'll just like there is a suggestion suggest engine form and i will gladly add it it's like it's a it's a cool little tool it's something that i've I've been really passionate about so
1: yeah I also... I'll definitely make sure that source engine gets added to that
0: tonight <laughs> yes I, you
3: were talking about source engine and I was like oh no I, f- I forgot about
0: Source Engine." <laughs> uh, yeah as someone I as someone who is a creator of a site a site of I also have a page that is a bunch of little links to people's things if you're a creator out there I'll save for my own plugs oh. Valerie where can people find your stuff
2: Oh, they can find me on each IO too. Um, um, like the link is Uh They can also find me just by my name, Valeri Petrov. Uh, yep. And cool. uh, yeah, Engine's database, very cool, very cool uh, tool. It has a, uh, a button random, which I really like, <laughs> uh, which I think Ooh. is. <laughs> Well, that makes it was, a, it it was the best like
1: feature right now. <laughs> yeah, random engine and then you have to use
0: that for the next game time. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's, oh, no. Exactly.
0: You know, that is like, yeah, but also like a true nightmare. Imagine going in and be like, okay, close your eyes and you're going to be handed an instrument. Oh. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, T, where can people find your games uh, and the stuff you want them to see?
1: Yeah, everything. I have all my links on tmakes.games, which uh, yeah has my Twitter, Insta,
0: Blue Sky, itch and co-host cool there. Yeah. It, it's folks. It's great to have your own website, you know.
1: Yeah. That's I funny. also. Oh, oh. Go yeah. ahead. Go, 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 go on my website, Andrew, and scroll all the way down, and then at the bottom it says it says friends and the list here is randomized because i didn't want to prioritize yes but i think you're in here yeah, yeah. there's andrew you're in as creates the side. oh
0: i am in there i am in a little friend yeah page. look at me i'm a friend of the shit i'm a friend of the site yeah that's uh it's such a. like I, i've talked about it on this before but like that's how i when i was younger found web comics was through like web pages people be like yeah. these are other comics that i like and that's how i discovered them
1: yeah, these are all these are all cool people in here.
0: Yeah, I, I'm gonna probably look at that and look for cool because I am always uh, going through and looking for looking new for new people. Yes, I want to. <laughs> you have like you have like a long
1: list of people. I think somewhere you mentioned you have like five thousand games in your in your two Oh my god!
0: Yeah, my itch to playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing is. Let me let me go to add a game to it right now and see how many it has. Uh, let me. Have I added the new Indiepocalypse? Oh, I, I did add to the Indiepocalypse list. Uh, 7,624
1: games. Oh, no. It's even bigger now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I
0: mean, you know what? I'm actually going to start playing some of those. I mean, I have played some of them already, but <laughs> that is like a that is basically a giant list of um, I every game that I think is cool that I, that I come across and also everything that people... Like, I follow everyone that gets included in apocalypse, and then... Based on their recommendations and things they add to collections, I also add that to that playlist as a way to, like, you know, my, oh, oh, Firefox doesn't show it anymore. I'd have to open up Chrome to tell you how many um, artists are in my folder that's labeled Bandcamp. It's probably like a thousand oh, <laughs> or something ridiculous. Um, you
1: yeah, know, but, yeah. For my stuff, tmakes.games and then yes. the, all, all my games have little pixel art, and you
0: can click on them.
1: And there will be yeah, a download it's easy.
0: button. That's the other thing. You can make such cool little interfaces for all your stuff. Well, this one is way more minimal than my own
1: site. I just wanted something that was more easily manageable. You probably know the horrors of, I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Enrique also seems to be doing yeah. web stuff. So you all, you know the horrors of managing a website when you have cool ideas and you Yes, implement a
0: cool interface. And then you're like, oh How no! How I manage it wow. is, I have a friend who works in web design, and he does it for me. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. That's,
0: that's a good hack. Yeah. That's a really good life hack. <laughs> it is <it's> the <laughs> it's ultimate life hack.
1: <laughs> I'm trying not to be that life hack for other people too much. Yes. Because it
0: may. <laughs> uh, as I asked him like once, like eight years ago, or whatever. <laughs> No, I don't him. He keeps
1: him. managing it or do, or do you like manage adding new things
0: to no, it? No, I, I add this stuff and then if I get something too complicated I'll I'll ask him. Okay.
1: New features go
0: with uh yeah. yeah. I'll I'll ask him about something and usually he'll just tell me what to do or like point me in the right direction and then I will figure it out myself. Um, I mean, guess what? Originally
1: HTML and CSS were made to be as accessible as possible. Yeah, yeah it's really like that is really simple. We just like not we but evil companies over the internet yeah they did they truly make like, your make your own like static html plus css website it's simple it's very simple
0: that's originally what i did too but then I, I wanted i wanted fancy things where you could click on the different issue numbers and it would auto load the people who were in that issue and yeah building stuff by hands also yeah Bit i wanted pain but you know, a, a website that's just fucking text on a page—a oh, beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. Text and links. Yeah, it's all you need. Like, like
1: brutalist website. Yeah, it's just like a maximum CSS, changing background color and, and text, and that's yeah. all. Tech, like fun, and you don't need more. Really,
0: go out there and build your own giant concrete building of a website. <laughs> Do it.
1: Uh, yeah, you can even host it like for free on NeoCities. NeoCities yeah. is one of those. Hio of websites where it's like free hosting, small small size, so you don't have too big images.
0: Yeah, it's
3: just cohost is uh, also one of them, right? Gohost I think it's uh, I think it's yeah, getting a lot co-host of traction. Cohost is in.
1: more of a blog, yeah. or you know, it's yes. a bit like Tumblr. More NeoCities yeah. is really oh, you get okay. a small web server, you can put your own yeah. HTML files in there.
0: It is it is as the name implies, a new version of GeoCities.
1: Yeah, kind of I don't stuff. know. you say it was it was like '90s, and then Yahoo bought it and ruined it? But yeah, yeah. Imagine just getting free web space and being able to do whatever you want with it.
0: Yeah, that's, that's cool. It's it's the beauty of the web. It's you know uh, you don't have to worry about. I mean, that's the problem is you always have to worry about. That's why you just get your own servers. <laughs> you just live live free. You live free.
1: Put put it on your own Raspberry
0: Pi. Yeah, there's always... I mean, that's part of why I have my own website and sell things to my own website, because you never know when things Itch will get bought. Right, right. You know, you, you would think Bandcamp was uh, forever the beautiful Save. place for no. music. But now it's getting sketchy. Let's hope
1: Itch stays with us for a while. Yeah, but... I mean, as far as I know, the owners of Itch are really, really cool about, you know, politics of their own side. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I hope they stay that way. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm always what I'm hoping. But you, never you can't know. trust.
1: You can't. You shouldn't bet your life on it. Yeah.
0: I know. You you can't trust some other stranger on the internet, <laughs> as nice as they may be, including me. Never. Uh, I mean that's part that's part of the reason I also want to have. I made like the little physical editions. I like the idea of these games existing just on USB sticks. You know. Yeah they're just like hey avery the, real- the,
1: the person who made the music bought one of those and was like showing me a video call probably hey look i have one edition with your game on it on a video cassette <laughs>
0: that is very cool i like it's very I, cute you can put it on your shelf and yeah they have like little uh, i made little i really like them i think they're really you, you can't see them on this screen right now I'll, i can let me go back to another screen that has them uh on the live stream like they're if you're looking... They had that little spinning... Also, that little spinning thing. Um, yeah. That's not that's not like a render or anything. That's just me spinning the cassette case. Oh, really? And cropping it out in Photoshop yeah. or whatever? Yeah. If you if you, if you you look really close on the top corner of it, you can see my fingers. It's uh, been right there, yeah? Yeah. You can see me spinning it. And then I just cropped... And I just, uh, just cut out the background. But, yeah. I um, mean, that speaking, works. Speaking of that, you can get those at Indiepocalypse.com slash tapes. You can purchase mis- – you can just do a mystery tape. You can request – you can get a specific issue. You can get a random issue if you want to get a surprise tape. And they're, you get a cool little, like, select collection of indie games. You can trade them around. You can trade your tapes around, you know, with your friends and be like, hey – just like lend it like like you would lend a friend like a book. Pokemon cards, right, right, or like lend your friend indie games that they'll never play in the same way you lend them a book they'll never read. It's <laughs> the same. Uh, uh, just you know, can uh, normalize them as physical things within our world that you can touch. Uh, but yeah, uh, support Indie Apocalypse. Uh, I would think you should just think it's a good thing to do. You can go to indiepocalypse.com That is my my aforementioned website. That you can buy these things from. I have; it's cheaper there. Just encourage people. Hey, buy things on my site. It's nice. You can also get them all on itch uh, if you want. You can also get them everything through Patreon. It's you know, I, Patreon's doing stuff too. I guess I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, people are saying things. I don't know. They made a video. Oh, I the kept... logo
1: redesign. That looks like a nugget. Is
0: that yeah. a thing? Yeah, that very classic. It, it's it's like a. It feels like a almost two thousands like throwback of like that weird blobby design or something. I don't know. It's it's a thing, but as long as they still allow people to pay me every month, it's all good by me. <laughs> That's all I'm care about. But you can. Oh get yeah.
1: P- also, yeah. I I, I want to make an make an ad thing for you. Like, uh, there there is an Indie Discord, and for I think one buck on patreon you get access
0: yes you you get access to it anyway but there's also a secret there's a secret channel that you can go to if you're a a patreon indie apocalypse discord is very quiet i like it that way yeah
1: but discord could could be a way to like get people to
0: chat more yeah yeah it's
1: that's where a lot of lively communities are because it's more interactive on discord than on twitter or whatever
0: yeah, it's it's a weird thing. I feel like I almost need to like soft reboot it if I did that because there's like over five hundred people in there, <laughs> and I and I don't know how many of them are like, like I don't know the vibe of the audience, you know. So it's it's hard to it's hard for me to be like, yeah, uh, cool, or you know, it's it's you know it's very difficult to to know what to do with it. Uh, but it's something i think about sometimes you, there's so many channels you can see like the huge variety of channels from the last time i thought about it <laughs> uh,
1: yeah well the perk of having a, a you know small quiet community is you don't have to manage it too much yeah it, it does get a nightmare if it's a really active community you can yeah
0: yeah it can so a nightmare. part of me wonders if i should just like because uh, I have channels there for contributors. So I would be like, what if I just had like the, try to make the contributors more active, the contributor channels more active, you know? Uh, and like tried to make those, but also I'm extremely busy. You just,
1: you just moved something around, I think.
0: <laughs> I did. I, get, I turned you into contributor.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: okay. Uh, but that's I'll also look around very, there some more. It's also very quiet. For someone who, despite hosting a a two-hour radio show, is uh, uh, antisocial-ish, antisocial-adjacent. But I'm getting all (laughs) sidetracked. But thank you uh, for sidetracking me on something I should pay more attention to as an online uh, creative organizer type
1: um I mean, you never know Discord is also one of those things that could potentially shut down right the exactly
0: that's that's part of why i'm like i i am very into promoting the nebulous idea of apocalypse. you know of like on just, as many channels as right, possible right be aware of it talk talk about it with your friends uh just just like uh share it share it wherever you want to share it whether that is on x.com, or whether that is in your friend's kitchen when you tell it to them, <laughs> uh, it's all good. It's all it's all the same to me. It all's good by me. Um, if you want to join uh, Indie Apocalypse, you can go to Indiepocalypse.com slash submit. And it's not really that you join it; it's so much as you submit your game and then maybe it gets accepted. Uh, but I have a kind of I don't want to say low bar or high bar, but I would say if you're if you're used to traditional game festival style submissions it's number one it's free it's also i'm real loose with what i take in you know i have a more nebulous approach to what games are and
1: uh can can i ask like what what type of stuff do you not take in
0: uh things i don't like (laughs) (laughs) okay it's hard it's hard it's hard to say um What like I don't really have like a strict rule for what I will not accept, you know, unless it's like you have to have made it. That's I think that's my only real rule is you have to have made the game. That's be your game. Um, do I have do I have a, a rule? Let me look. Let me look to see if I have. This is one of those things that I also wrote three years ago and have not edited since. Because I'm like, why would I make it again when it works? Um. These are all yes, 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 yes. Uh, I mean, basically I'm saying the game has to run and uh, probably don't make it in VR because I can't play VR games. I don't have a VR setup. But aside from that... Oh yeah, it's
1: also really hard as an indie to check if it works on different platforms because buying one VR headset is difficult enough, but trying it out on different... No thanks
0: yeah yeah it's tricky it's kind of like when i kind of when i was talking about henrique the idea of a game that you feel nothing about is probably a game that i feel nothing about is at least like like i want to see the human touch within the game i guess uh so games that feel devoid of humanity are maybe not what i'm looking for Uh, but uh
1: yeah sidetracked you again <laughs>
0: yes no that's that's the whole point of the show i like it's two hours it's time to end and then i just start talking to people uh oh the original point i wanted to make of patreon if you pay five dollars just five dollars a month or just fifty dollars a year which is the cost of like a one triple a video game you get all you get the commission games for the year not the full z but just the commission games and that's T, would you say that's a good deal for for these games? As someone who has made one of those, I would say that's a great, great deal.
1: Yeah, definitely. What five per month, or if it's annually, sixteen. Uh, let, me, let me calculate. I think it's I think, 50 it's, 50, I think it it's like four bucks for 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 a game. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and you help in indie game scene. Yeah, but by throwing some bucks at like indie developers.
0: Yeah, these these indie developers here. I mean, T T and Henrique, you are like you are. Uh, basking in the glow of um having recently been included in the apocalypse so you're like wow this guy yeah. pays his money uh but <laughs> A
2: big you, money for
3: for an indie game it's amazing
0: you are now <laughs> gonna become you're fast becoming new members of the indie indiepocalypse six dollar club which means in about eight months from now you'll get six dollars from me <laughs> that's nice and, and then in yeah, another every six to eight months you'll be like oh Andrew sent me six, somewhere between five and seven dollars US, which turns into some amount of euros, less. <laughs> but uh, I, but I don't let... even
2: know if I, if I have, if you have, like, if you will be able to send money for for me. I might,
0: I might, not be able to. There are some people I cannot. Yep. I am not. PayPal doesn't let me send the money, but I have. But I, I'll let you know. I am still tracking the money I owe you. <laughs> yeah nice um uh, so so <laughs> nice, it's nice to
2: know that there's some like uh, some americans there who owes me money
0: <laughs> that is yes it's a great well let me let me look let me look because i have yes. i have that thing open. A is... <laughs> um no i think uh, you you're up you're up to you're good you're, yeah. you're paid so, out. Am I a dollar club, club, or not? You know, uh, as far as I, as far as the last time I paid you, I was able to pay you.
2: <laughs> Whoa,
0: nice. So, uh, your issue is currently sitting at one dollar and seven cents, uh, in royalties, which okay because of fees. But it, so you know, some amount of time from now, uh, let me. How many how many more issues is that? Is that like four issues? Yeah. And so ba- if basically people buy four more. It's like every four issues, someone gets paid more or five, every five issues or so it's a payout. Give or take. So, so be
1: sure to advertise like the zine you're in every once in a while. Yeah. 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 If
0: you get get a vibe, be like, I feel close. I feel like I'm close to getting $5. Go buy my copy or, you know, buy my game individually for $5. You can do that too.
2: Probably ask my uh, like my, my, my family members to yeah. <laughs> just buy uh, a, a copy. For yeah, a I mean, you,
0: you could just as easily just go over to uh, Labor Rights Funeral in Ukraine and just uh, do a $5 donation on that. Yeah. <laughs> it all works. But anyway, IndiePlocalypse, we're shutting it down. I don't think I have any more links to talk about. I think these are all the links I have that my thing has by IndiePlocalypse. I think it's cool. Uh, I'm going to be in there's next two weeks no show because oh yeah you'll be going to I'm going to be going to Providence Rhode Island which I go to every month uh, next week and then I'm going to Toronto Ontario which I'm not which I don't go to every month which is a special occasion because I will be attending Canzine so if you're like in Toronto, you're like, hey, I want to see that apocalypse guy. What's he look like? Is he going to be wearing his Kaiji shirt? I probably will because it might be colder in Canada. And it's a cool shirt. Well, then you have to. So people recognize you. Yeah. So they're like, that's what he looks like? He just looks like a normal person. <laughs> Disappointing.
1: Oh, you're not pixel art in real life.
0: No, I am not. I'm not actually this guy from Delicious and Dungeon. I'm a regular guy. Both of my eyes are usually open. I'm neither that nor the guy with the shirt that says Big Asshole on it.
1: Wait, that is what your scribbly profile picture says? Big Asshole?
0: Yes, it's because <laughs> I, was, I was watching uh, anime with a friend, and then I watched the rest of it without him, and then he drew a comic, and he wrote a show on it called The Big Asshole, because I was the big asshole. Because <laughs> uh, I was watching it. Nor does my hair look like that anymore. It's longer. I did the thing where I grew it longer. And it is it vacillates between whether how I wear it is either to the side if I want to be a cool art guy or uh in the back if I want to be a heavy metal drummer. I think that is the two looks that it, it that it manages. Uh, but anyway, that's the show. We're closing it down, we're ending the show. Enrique Valeri... T, thank you for joining me, everyone. Hello, thank you. I, I, I said everyone. I was going to say hello, but we're not starting the show again. We're ending it. <laughs> uh, thank you. Okay, oh, hey.
1: have a good night or whatever.
0: Yes, everyone, have yeah. a good, uh, have a good hello, period of time that you're existing in currently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you for. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being in the show. Thank you. Thank you for watching. I never thank the people who watch or listen to the show, but thanks to them too. Uh, I, I, I've talked about it before at someone at a live event recently. He was like, Oh, I should check out all the shows and I said I don't know I don't know if it's fun to listen to, but I sure do like doing it. Um, it's,
1: it's probably, probably fine who I have on a second monitor play Minecraft during yeah. it or whatever.
0: <laughs> I love to make it and I hope other people enjoy listening to it as uh, like like you said, it's like a lot of the place where game developers don't like have that thing where like they're on each other's shows all the time because they don't really have shows. So I like to have game dev, give, especially like indie indie game devs, like a place to like chat and hang out, you know, especially cause, Hey, like,
1: look, even, even the Twitch chat has a couple
0: names right now. Yeah. Look at that. Cause one of the, one of the odds that all of us are ever going to be in the same physical space. I would say very low. Like, well, if you we ever come to Germany, yeah, one of the, well, maybe I'll go to a maze one of these days.
1: Oh, a maze! Yeah, I still have to. Yeah, attend that. <laughs> That's the also. thing. If you,
0: I go to a maze, then you don't go to a maze. Hey, if,
1: if you know, if my game dev stuff goes well, I will yeah. be putting that on my bucket list to exhibit at a maze at some
0: point. Yes, I'll figure. I want to figure this stuff out eventually. Who knows? Traveling the world is expensive. Uh, I'm not the. Uh, if if events want to turn me if events want to turn me into one of those indie dev speaker guys where you fly out to all your events to give speeches about indie apocalypse or whatever and game dev I'll do I'll do it in a heartbeat yeah pay me to go to your events to chat I'll gladly give keynote speeches about game dev and uh, I c- I too can wear a jacket and look like inspiring or something
1: <laughs> in front of big red letters
0: yeah that twice has- your size. Yeah, and it, uh, I'll, I'll have something like video games. Too many of them? I don't know. <laughs> That's your whole premise. The end yeah. of hopes. <laughs> the premise is no. There's not too many video games. There never will be. There, are, there either ha- always has been or never will be. One of the two. Uh. uh Anyway, goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm playing. Bye. I'm playing playing again that aforementioned outro song it's that imposter syndrome song
1: oh yes i love this song uh
0: if you're out there listen to sydney gets you no dogs allowed it kicks ass goodbye